right, here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of, episode of Beavon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And uh, I'm coming to you from Great Notion in uh, Berkeley, California. Uh, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool spot. I don't know if you could see anything behind me, but uh, they did their soft yeah. opening last night. Uh, formerly uh, Sierra Nevada, right? Is yeah, the, the torpedo uh... room. Oh, what do you got? Room. What do you got? Uh, let's pop a beer because I got beers here for me. What do you got over there? Yeah. All right. Let me pop some. Yeah, I got. Um, let me see what I got. I ordered three beers. I got Juice Senior, which is a uh, triple IPA, ten point five percent ABV. Oh, too much, uh, too high in ABV to start out, or what? No, no, and you're starting to get choppy. So, okay, I'm. Uh, so let me. Uh, I'm going to stop my video and see if that helps the connection with us. All what right. Do you, what do you got over there? Yeah, you need to cut out that uh, that 4K uh, video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like high, like high definition. Exactly. What do you got I over got there? I got the Alvarado. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Let's Al go. Alvarado's Lloyd Christmas, which I believe I've had before. It's a 8% hazy double IPA. Okay. Did Pop you? I, I assumed you sent the kids to uh, just grab stuff at the. Uh... No, I, I picked those out because they didn't have. Really? I think you gave me a list and I couldn't find anything you wanted. And uh, and I couldn't find any great notion, which I wanted you to do some great notions. But wow, I, 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 I picked uh, some up over here, and so we'll do a we'll do a, a, ta a tap takeover next week for great notion. Now, does Replicant sell out on that stuff, or or do you think they just get rid of it because it gets old? Uh, no idea, no idea. Gosh, man, I, I mean, I, I I guess they I guess they do pretty good business on the beers. I kind of assumed that everything would just sit there. What is that? I'm seeing something. Pop yeah, up I just stopped here. your video too, just in case of the. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, All right, no let's go, boy. That. Pop that beer. <laughs> it, it is popped. Oh, you poured it already? I can't see yeah. it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Prozit. This place is going to be a zoo. I would assume sooner than later. Oh yeah. So last night they had their soft opening, and I I had a uh, an invite. So we drew. We, I drove up here um, yesterday for the the. Uh, it, was su it was super small setting, not too many people. Uh, met the uh, met some of the uh, the staff. Uh, super uh, nice. I'm people. sorry, I already interject here, but you're you're starting to sound like a robot. What does that mean? Uh, like I need to be more animated. <laughs> it's like it's just like an it's like a weird metallic thing going on. Okay, let me pause and let now, me. I don't know if you can hear that on your side. No, I, I sound hear, fine. It just sounds like yeah. No, I sound good. It just yeah, get the wife. So am, am I am I comprehensible oh, okay. or no? Like, can you hear? You understand what I'm saying or no? Um. Yeah, it is, but it just it just sounds like uh like a robot to me. But yeah. Okay. Th so um. Now, do I sound okay? Because I'm going to be the one that sounds like a robot, I assume. No, I, I hear you fine, but I could pause it and see if I can get the Wi-Fi oh, okay. uh, password here. Let me uh, pause for a second. This computer. All right. Having some technical difficulties here, um, but I think we're good to go now. Uh, let's see. So we just did the poor. Oh, uh, so I did the soft opening for here. Over here, a great notion. Um Pretty good, pretty good setup. Uh, super, super nice people. They're, they're pulling out wax bottles and pouring uh, for people. So, uh, hope they're here for a long time. I'm back over here. They opened at noon, um, and uh, and had a pretty pretty fun time trying to set up some interviews with the uh, with them and some other breweries. 
uh, yesterday. Apparently, nice. didn't drink too much because I was up at seven o'clock this morning uh, working on the show because I was behind on stuff. Yeah, I think I messaged you saying like, "Are you gonna make it like tomorrow?" I, yeah, I, I assume you were slamming those beers down. <laughs> uh, I was doing that. Oh, so I was telling you that I was doing that the blueberry muffin uh, double stack combo, and apparently they're releasing that 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 beer now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they I think they're calling it over the top. Uh, mm. It's going to be released in the next two weeks, and it's going to be blueberry muffin and double stack in a can. So you wow. you no longer have to do like the the hack. Uh, they'll give it to you um, in a can package. Nice, nice. Kind of a weird name though. If you were to tell me the name, I would not know what it is. Like if you, oh, it's a Great Notion beer, and give me the name, I would not know what it is. See, like I think we joke about this should be like like blueberry stack or something like that. You know? Oh like, yeah. You know that's more closely related to the to the two names. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's say see, see how long my battery lasts. Um, so the connection is more stable now on on the Wi-Fi. Sounds better. Okay. So let's see. Go go to the trailers. We had a bunch of trailers that dropped. Uh, that sixty-five trailer, which is uh, Adam Driver. It's yeah. kind of like they just said, "Hey, everyone loves dinosaurs, and everyone loves <laughs> science fiction. Like, why don't we just make a movie about dinosaurs and science fiction?" I must have I must have heard about this movie before, movie before because I knew what was going to happen. I knew there was going to be dinosaurs in there, even even with the premise they're on this planet or whatnot or something. But I knew like, oh, I know there's going to be dinosaurs in here at some point. Uh, and have we seen anything like this before? Like a hybrid? Uh, what's no. the sixty five? The sixty five refers to like sixty five million BC years. Yeah, BC. Yeah. That's, and so, that's what I, that's what I, I think it says in the thing, like 65 million. Is this like he's going back in time or something? Is this like the, is this, um, what do you call it? The the Planet of the Apes type of thing? Or is he going to oh. be the originators of mankind? Oh. The thing about it is like, it's a little girl. So it's like, it's kind of weird. Like, like, wait a minute. Are they going to be like the, like the Adam uh, and Eve type? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's I like, just assume that they're, there's, which kind of is a weird premise that they're, that they're space uh, travelers from another planet that right. crash into Earth during the time of the dinosaurs, and you know they can travel through the space and they have the the futuristic futuristic weapons, but they're horribly out out uh, out thunk well, out thought by uh, by dinosaurs. Well, plus, the whole of. planet was in the whole planet's a different, it's an alien world, and you know it's like I mean think about it, when the whole planet's against you. It's you know like, like everything's larger. So even even your superior weaponry. I mean, look at the predator. We talk about that. The predator was was beaten by you know by 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 a, a small uh, Native oh, American woman. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. So even if you think you have that technology, everything's larger, and you know. Yeah. Uh, that's a rental. Probably a rental. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Probably be on one of the chant. Probably be a. What is it? It's probably it's a Sony Classics movie or so. It's one of the Sony. No, it it's, a Sony a movie. it's a Sony movie. It's okay. a Sony movie. I mean, it'll be out on rental in a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, I don't. You know, I I saw that first one, but the, but wasn't there a second one? I think I missed. This is the second, second one. one. This is the second. Oh, one. Is, oh, this is the second one. Oh, okay, yeah. I saw the first one. Yeah, you know, it's, we were it's fine, but. You know, I'm t- we, I'm I'm burned out on on superhero stuff. Oh jeez, we reviewed the uh, trailer to this a few months ago. Maybe that's what you're thinking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even remember. Wait, we uh, reviewed this trailer that we just not, saw? not this trailer, the first trailer. This, this is the second trailer. Oh, oh okay. Because okay, remember, okay. we had the the spite the O'Hara, the Miguel O'Hara is chasing. Miles Morales um, in the first trailer. Well, yeah, but it was like brief though. It was like a like a teaser. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is the full trailer. 
Yeah, and of course you have no. I have no. There's like there's so many different uh, like characters in this. It's hard to tell what's going on. So yeah, uh, the whale, which is which is getting a lot of uh... the whale's been out for a while though. Oh, it's uh, yeah, because I, I I had already seen the trailer, so that's that's why I was kind of like uh, like oh yeah, it's kind of like an old one. I think it's getting a more of a wider theatrical release. Releases. That's why this trailer dropped. I think. Yeah. Um, and then, and you know, we're hearing the the the. It's getting a lot of buzz awesome. for uh, Academy Award buzz for uh, Brandon Fraser. You know, yeah, so. and definitely Academy Award buzz. The other controversy controversy about it though is like he's playing like an obese guy. Of course. Now, see, I'm a little confused. It did Brandon Fraser put on weight or is that CGI? No, it's a suit. To suit. Oh, it's a suit. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was CGI, but I was like, wait a minute. Like, is he going full, like, full, uh, what's that guy, that the Batman guy? Method and Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christian Bale. Is he going full <laughs> Christian Bale here? Like, a... No, because that video is like, he's, he's, he's way, like, four times the game, like, 300 pounds, well, probably. Got to get into the character, you know. It's an interesting premise. I, I, I did want to see it, though, I think, because. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded yeah. me of Gilbert Grape. It's got that vibe oh, to yeah. it, the Gilbert Grape vibe. Well, I think the premise is he's estranged from his daughter, and uh, he's trying to reestablish a connection, a relationship with his daughter. I think that's the premise of it. I, I'm not even sure. I just see him and he's crying. He's got the he's got the the, the like the the oxygen thing in his uh, his his uh, nose, and I'm not even really sure what's going on. So. Yeah, it, it looks like he, you know they're saying it's an Oscar worthy performance, and it definitely looks you know emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely looks emotional. It definitely has like that. Uh, you know, it, it, I mean, you look at it and go, "Oh, he's he's trying to get an Academy Award here." This is, you know, <laughs> uh, that, that, I, I want to watch that for sure. That, that'll probably be one of our. Uh, it's it's pr- like it's probably going to be nominated for something, right? So we got to we got yeah. to watch it regardless. Yeah, uh, Mickey Seventeen. That's the new movie by the guy, the Parasite director. Did, did we do Parasite for Wait, the show? What was the Mickey Mickey Seventeen? Did I see, did I see the trailer? Oh, what was, what, what happens in the trailer? A, I'm pretty. It's a, the list it's, I saw. I, I saw them all. I think it's a teaser trailer. It's uh, it's Robert Pattinson in an MRI. Chamber. Oh, he's just sitting in that like looks like yeah. yeah MRI machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a. Did you see? Did we see Parasite for the show? Um. The oh, it's from the Korean South Korean director. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah. Parasite's a South Korean movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you yeah, see yeah. Parasite? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we, yeah. Did we yeah. watch it for the show and review it? I, I know I saw it. I, I'm pretty sure we must have did a review on it. Okay, so this is uh, his next latest film. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a teaser trailer. It's just uh, yeah, it's Pattinson very brief. It's Batman. He's got the he's got the outfit off, and he's like he's like it's like a back to tank, and he's like he's regenerating his wounds. You mean Bruce? Oh, it's Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. I mean Bruce. Well, you know, it's the <laughs> <laughs> so that's I don't know what this is about. So we had no problem. idea, zero idea. And then I threw in a kind of a wild card trailer on the agenda. I this this came up on my list, and uh, I don't know what the heck it's about, but I fear you would like it. It's a horror film that landlocked. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because out of all those out of all those movies, that's the one I'm most interested in. <laughs> landlocked. I'm like, that is definitely up my alley. It looks like a it looks like a it's a I mean, it has to be a found footage. It's like combination yeah. found footage plus these like. Yeah. These, I want to say like they're teenagers or young adults. And they find they stumble upon like a video camera and like VHS tapes, and they're looking at them. And obviously, for me, you know, as somebody who owned a video camera way back in the day, and you know, used to make movies, this, you know, so like definitely pulls my strings. Like the I old mean, school camera, the over the shoulder, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, full it's size. A full, yeah, full size VHS or either beta or VHS, yeah, yeah. But I have no idea what it's about, though. It's no like idea he's looking, either. He's looking at the camera. 
He's yeah. looking through the lens of the camera, but he's seeing like a different reality, or is he trying no, to recreate the? the I don't video think tapes? so. I think he's just looking at the movie, and he, and then he's in the area, so he's like, "Oh, this uh, is that area, like, oh, this is that area in the video." So this is what it looks like. So you're saying he's looking at the playback of the, he, exactly. of the video because remember the eye shutter, the shutter piece exactly. Because I remember those video cameras were VCRs, so so you can so you were able to look look at your video as you were as you were doing it or when you were filming, and then you could look back and rewind and you know delete something. So Got and it. then all, and then the ending gets more creepier where it's something, something obviously something's going on with that videotape and that camera. It's like these like the film started getting more like like uh, distressful and like this, it's probably insidious. So then, yeah. So yeah, I'm oh. I'm definitely in for that. My notes say we could have made this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, think, I mean, every every found footage movie we could have, you know, we could have done. Uh, hey, by the way, do we do we have any great notion glasses wear? No, no. Okay, so I, I don't, I don't have it because up. yeah, I, I was just thinking that because I saw the glass that you had. I was like, yeah, we, yeah. It's weird because we do drink a fair amount of great notion, yeah. but uh, we don't. I don't have any glass for them. Yeah, absolutely. Going to pick up some gear and some uh, glasses oh, if nice. I can. Nice. Uh, let's I see. Gold... You know what I got from Great Notion was, I think, as a matter of fact, you have a shirt. Yeah, you the shirt. I got the shirt from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no shirt, no shirt for you. You have one. <laughs> what do you, what like what a, do you... That shirt's like four years old, I think. What are you Five wearing right now? You wearing a Bevon shirt? Oh, look at you. We're 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 twinsies. We got the same shirt on. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> well, in a rare, in a rare, uh, event, in a rare show the... of solidarity, like. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was wearing my Bevon hat yesterday, so like, uh, hey, everyone's like. So there was industry people. So they were asking, like, "Oh, so you, you, how are you know how are you in the beer industry?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have a beer podcast." And so uh, then people were like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And trying to make connections with the for interviews at a later nice. date. Um, nice. Well, you yeah. got you. So you got when you got invited. Now, what was the reason why you you got the invite? Did you? T- had, I have no idea. No. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Did you talk to somebody from Great Notion prior to the interview? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So I spoke to the the gentleman uh, from Great Notion at Mosterland. I met him, oh, and nice. we've been trying to uh, schedule an interview, and we haven't scheduled it yet. But he's he said I've got part of that that list, that mail list, and mm-hmm. so I got that uh, that invite uh, probably on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, and that's a so, cool turnaround too. It's like uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Well, it's like it's your. I mean, it's that would be like, I mean, you know, if I were, if I were still going out, that'd be like me getting something from Chino and then like, oh, I got to go. It's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's Chino. I got to go back over there. Yeah. Like, I great, well, yeah. But I mean, if Great Notion sends you an invite to, hey, we're going to do a soft opening for our, our place. You can't get California, say no. Berkeley. And it's, yeah. well, for you, it's even, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. For you, it means more than just yeah. being Great Notion coming to California. You're going to Berkeley. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, they were telling me I was the, I, I technically have been their first customer because I was first in line uh, really? yesterday. So I was the wow. first one to walk through the door. I'm like, I'm like a patient zero or something like that. You're like the hate, like the Haysboro. You're, you're like the, <laughs> you're like the, the crispy boy, the, the crispy bro. boy, <laughs> crispy boy, the pod bro. Uh, let's see. So the Golden Globe nominations came out, um, and I just wanted to take a look at those over with you. So I don't know. I'm not sure if you reviewed. Did you are get we, a chance to review some of them? Go- are we doing the Golden Globes, or are we? Are we just well? I've, I've, I'll tell you, do that? I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If we did the Golden Globes, only five movies. Oh, okay. So it actually makes sense. But then we have to do, then, oh God, but I guess we can save the notes too and still make a list. And that still accounts for the, uh, the wait, the Golden Globes, is that still like the Academy Awards, right? Those are, those are They're actual. The precursor. Movies. Well, the, it's the, the Hollywood okay. Foreign Press is the Golden Globes. Oh, Hollywood Foreign Press. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> 
Uh, so here was nominated for best motion picture drama. Okay. Avatar, which hasn't even oh, out yet. Geez. No, didn't it come out on like a Friday? Wasn't it? Oh, did it just did it just I come th- out? I think it came out on Friday because okay. people were talking about it. Yeah. It's getting mixed reviews, I'll tell you that much. No, so Cam- Avatar, Avatar Cameron lost it a long time ago. What's that? I mean James Cameron lost it a long time ago. <laughs> uh so Avatar Elvis, your movie. Oh, and I still haven't seen that. But, but <laughs> hey, but this would be the incentive. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you have no choice. You have to watch yeah, no, it. I have no choice. Um, the Fable Men's, which is that uh, Spielberg biopic. Yeah, I, I, I saw the. Uh, I guess it's available now on uh, on Prime, like to rental. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. is that? But is it one of those phenomenon? Like last year, it's Spielberg has a movie, so we have to nominate it. Oh yes, yeah. Spielberg's an automatic. Like uh, <laughs> the movie could be crap, but he still gets in there. Like West Side Story. It was last year. Remember? Yeah. Uh, Tar, which um, is a, I, I just looked it up. It's a movie about a female composer, I think, like a German composer. Doesn't ring a bell at all. What year? Then, circa what year? I have no idea. Mm. And then, and then another odd twist: Top Gun Maverick got nominated. Wow, for this man! Pro, the number one movie of last year, right? Is it's that like what it is? Have you seen it? All time, yeah, over a billion dollars. No, have you I, seen haven't, it? I haven't even seen the first Top Gun. <laughs> It's funny because I haven't even seen part one. So I challenge you to watch that first one. It's it's beloved, really? but I don't understand it. It's got the music though, like like da, na, na, <laughs> Danger Zone. <laughs> da, na. Yeah, it's got that tip. It's got the part like the prototype on well, the prototype, but that great eighties like uh you know like that typical music that that South Park will do. That's when Kenny Loggins was hot. He had that in like Footloose oh, yeah. within within the span of a couple oh, of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, best performance by an actress, Kate Blanchett for that tar. Olivia Coleman, who gets like nominated everything. every year. Hmm. Um, Viola Davis for the the uh, Woman King. Uh, and then your girl, Anna de Armas for Blonde. Anna, my girl. I don't even, <laughs> the only reason why I vaguely know is from that movie. Wait a minute. Yeah. Although that name sounds familiar in another movie that's coming I out. I think Mission Impossible or something like that. Oh, oh you mean coming something else coming out. Oh yeah, that's... we talked we talked about this. No, 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 no. This is something else. I, I just I just saw this right before coming on that there oh. was a spin-off to something. And I, I want to oh. say that she's in there. It's it's with Norman Reedus. Oh. It's it's a, oh, it's a John Wick spin-off maybe. And I think her that's the name uh-huh. she's in there. She's really good looking. So I'm like it's got to I think it's her. I think she's oh, in there. Did- didn't we? So we just did a trailer with her in it. I don't remember what. Maybe it was John Wick, and they're gonna spin oh, her off. Oh, maybe it's yeah. It's and it's like it, and the name sounds feminine, so I assume she's gonna be the main character. And oh. Redis is just in there for like backup. And then Michelle Williams uh, got Michelle nominated. Williams. Michelle Williams. Yeah, she's the one that was married to Heath Ledger. She was from oh, uh, Dawson's from, Creek. Uh, yeah, yeah, but she was also in something recent. Wasn't she in something else recently that we saw? She's in everything too, but always gets and always and again always gets nominated for an award. That one Western movie, but I, that might be a different actress. The the one the, the recent Western one that almost won the Academy Academy Award. The dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Something mm, of the one the actress that, that's drinking, but that's no, that's that was uh Spider. That's Mary Jane. That's uh oh yeah okay yeah. Mary Jane's. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Kirsten because Dunst. Because Met, Met, yeah, and because Matt Damon was in that too, and their husband and wife. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Best performance by actor, your guy Austin Butler from Elvis. Oh, okay. Brendan Fraser for the whale. Oh, I think he's gonna win. Hugh Jackman for the sun. Sun. Uh, 
Yeah, I think the sun is 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 a. I'm not sure if it's a series or in the same timeline, but there was a movie called The Father, um, with Anthony Hopkins in it. Um, wow. It's actually a very 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 well done, uh, poignant film about a father who is like start suffering from dementia. Okay. Very okay. good, very good uh, British show. This film. is a movie. This is, this is a movie. Yeah, right? yeah, probably from a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackman, Bill Nye, Jeremy Pope. Uh, and then the other, only the other thing I saw that stood out to me is for a best uh, animated film, um, which we're going to talk about later oh, on. Yeah. Pinocchio yeah. got nominated. Yeah, I, yeah. Speaking of which, you want to just jump into Pin- Pinocchio? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, like Pinocchio. a tale as old as time. <laughs> well, that's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, but it's like yeah, Pinocchio is one of those one of those like you know it's uh it's it's weird because I guess when I was younger you just assumed that Pinocchio was a Disney thing, but it's not. It's not a Disney creation. You, oh, well, I thought it was going to be the the brothers, but it's I guess it's an Italian tale. Probably yeah, it's not the Brothers Grimm. So yeah, yeah. I assume it's in, like an Italian tale since it's Pinocchio. No, or no? So. Do you know the history of the story or no? Let's see, Pinocchio is done by it's, uh, it's Grizz Grimly. On grid, from the oh no, no, actually, you know what? No, no, I take that back. It's the 1983 Italian novel, yeah, you're right. But The Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. Collodi, okay, Collodi, Collodi. What year? Uh, 1883. Oh, okay, so it's, not, it's so basically not... everybody ripped it off, and yeah, it's not Disney. too old, not too old, but still old enough, though. You know, that's you know, so Guillermo del Toro, who, who, who has fallen out with us because of that uh, cabinet of curiosities. Yeah. Uh, and this has everyone in it. Uh, Ewan well, McGregor. Well, well, here's the funny thing. Now, I don't know if you noticed this. You know, I don't know if you noticed this from what, well, you probably didn't. But anyway, I said, hey, this is an Italian story, an Italian, you know, like story. I'm going to watch this with the with the Italian voices and oh. just read the subtitle. So I said, forget all you Hollywood actors. <laughs> I'm going to. So I actually watched it in Italian. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Did you learn any Italian? In the like, did you learn any Italian? (laughs) Well, no. You know, you know know me. You know me as being a as being a fan of the uh, Latin. That uh, you know, it's you know, that's you know, the Italians close. Why I say close, but you you know what I mean. It's like you wanted to be like a purist. Like I'm gonna. Yeah, I want to be purist. Well, bear in mind, you know, I you know for what since since the 80s, you know, I you know I've watched Japanese animation and you know I've had this you know. And watching Japanese animation in Japanese, it's it's like a part of me. Whenever something's animated, obviously like movies, it winds up looking weird. But for animation, anything that's animated should be in the voice that it's coming from. You know, it should be like I know it's I know it's an American production, or you know, or maybe in Del Toro's, uh, it's a Spanish production, but it should be in Italian because that's an Italian. It's taking place in Italy and stuff like that. So you know, you know, and, and I'm used to that. Yes, yeah, so I have no idea. With, with the, bear in mind though, I didn't realize it till like I did hear Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and then I was like, out of here. So, Ewan McGregor, um, Ron Perlman, John Turturro, Finn Wolfhard, Kate Blanchett, and Kate yeah, Blanchett in an odd, in a, as an odd cast, as an odd well, character. Who let me try no to figure. Lines. Let me try to figure out who she is in there because now, see, if I'm going by the by her playing like 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 Ladrill and stuff like that, she's gonna be one of those spirits. No, that is not correct, no, sir. Wow. Okay, what does she play? No, she plays the monkey. <laughs> What's the um, monkey's name? Spaz? Spaz? Yeah, I call him Spaz. Yeah, yeah and, right. and, and playing a character who m- m- mostly grunts, if anything, or yeah. screeches, that's Kate yeah, Blanchett. Yeah. That's like a group. It's like, so she's doing <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
uh, Tim Blake Nelson, um, who who who's in one of those cabinet of curiosities. So he must be one of those collaborators with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Christopher Waltz and Tilda Swinton, Swinton is the. She's cast. probably one of those. She's probably one of those spirits. Um, uh, who did uh, Finn Wolf play, or Wolf Finn, or uh, the uh, Candlewick uh, kid, the the uh, Ron Perlman's kid. Oh, the, yeah, the Podesta. Yeah. Actually, the Podesta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so actually, you don't like know. Yeah, you yeah. don't understand the connection with the actor names and the characters, I guess. If you, yeah, I have no idea because I saw the Italian in you know it takes place in in what probably thirties, uh, uh, fascist Italy. Italy. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The Perlman, you would know the Perlman would be the Podesta though, even if oh, if you, it seems yeah. like he'd be that character, right? Like the angry father. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We start out with the prologue of uh, Geppetto at the. Uh, and the uh, and uh, and and the kid Carlo. Um, yeah, it looks great. The first, first of all, I gotta say the, the stop motion animation looks great. I I thought it was good. I I I was a little uh, little. There's like the weird like this weird effect that reminds me of something when you're playing video games. It's like a blur effect that it so it, that kind of pops up like like every once in a while in this. And I don't know why. For me, like it's it's kind of distracting. Where it's huh. not like it's like I don't know if you notice you would have to see like play a video game and, and watch blur effect to see what I'm talking about. But I felt like it was some of that some of the scenes when it would like move back and forth between the uh, the, the characters. It would do this uh, weird like blur. Oh effect yeah, thing. yeah. Like it's like a like a lag like a lag maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So huh. so yeah. So I'd say I find it kind of distracting. So is that your is, was, is that your video card? How did you watch this? No, way. no, it's not, no, 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 no. <laughs> Video card. It's not a game. It's a movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, the, what isn't Geppetto too old to be? A well, that's funny. It's uh, funny Carlos that you mentioned it. It, it. In fact, one of my notes is: Wait a minute, how old is Geppetto? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, see, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the mother? And like, and like, how old is Geppetto that he has a wife that's having like a? He has a, wait, I think a Carlos, I think ten at the time or something like that. <laughs> And it's like, did he just like hook up with one of like the like the local girls or you know in the local towns? But they don't really explain what happens to the wife either, as far as I as far as yeah. I know in the story. It should be it's like kind grandfather, of maybe grandfather or grandfather. Yeah, younger. but no, nah, he's a father, so it's very odd. Yeah, maybe, that, that that's a little just, the little discrepancy on the ages of their yeah, because he looks old. Be. He's gray. You know, yeah. I would say he's got to be at least fifty in this. You know, oh, least, older than that. <laughs> You know, at least he's, he grays early, so at least fifty. Yeah. You know. Uh. So the so it's a it, it's I think obviously you you want to make comparisons to other stuff. It's very much done, I think, in the vein of Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But but yeah, and probably one of my one of my I once I'd say my big complaint of this is compared to Nightmare is the music, where where for me it was non-existent. You know, the songs pop out. Whereas in Nightmare, it's just it's like it's a massive factor in Nightmare. Yeah. This to me, just kind of like up oh, no, no, I'll never remember any of these songs. Oh, I see, just I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I think the, oh, I think the soundtrack was good, yeah. but yeah, not, but, not but also now. maybe because, but then again, you know, like, like I said, I did listen to them in Italian, but is you know, it's oh. are they were they getting different than the American versions? But it's a the great the question, singers? yeah. I, I don't, I, I highly doubt the songs are different with the exception of the singers, so you know, interesting because it's the and same bear mind, spent a lot of money on this. I think this, I think this costs like 30 million dollars. So I it, can uh, imagine it's all the intricacies. Thirty-five million. No, to me, the thirty-five million went on all the different uh, voices, all the different. Uh, <laughs> it went for all the production. Uh, 
I don't even think it's like the, like the actual miniatures. I don't. I think they went for the act, hiring all these actors over and over because not only is it in Italian, but it's like in all these different languages. So like they really went. You know, it's every, everybody needs to like list. You know, watch this movie. Do we know if uh, well? All that uh, the voice work is all done in post, though, right? I mean, yeah, but they still got to pay. How many languages are they really like? But think about it, though; they got to rehire, uh, you know, a cast, you know, for every uh, every language: Italian, Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin. There might even been Cantonese in there, you know. Uh, you know, all these different languages: Russian, you know, everything, German. So they might got to hire these guys over and over again. Now, maybe if they're getting paid scale because they're not big actors, like here, I'm sure here they pay the, you know, you know, they probably pay them the most, but I don't know. Uh, and Pinocchio's kind of like Jack Skellington too. He kind of looks like him. He kind of moves like him. Mm, I thought he was a little more creepier looking though. <laughs> yeah, Jack Skellington's actually more like tolerable. I feel like Pinocchio was creepier looking. Uh, let's see. The, the, so the, there's a whole parallel of uh, Geppetto's working on that crucifix for the church. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a very anti-religious message. I feel like in this movie. I don't know if, I don't know if it's anti-religious. I, I would I would say there's definitely a re- religious factor on there, which is kind of weird too, because at that time, that period, and I, and I really need to do a deep dive on this. Like, like if you you know you know if Mussolini really wants to go back to the to the roots of like the Roman Empire, like is he really going to be like pro like Catholicism or is he going to be like anti? Like I want I need to go back to the imp- the great emperors like who are anti like Christianity. So like, you know I don't know about that. Weren't they like still multiple God believing? Uh... Yeah, it's like the like Jupiter, like like oh like 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 Juno's like uh, ooh, what's that one that Rome like remember the Rome where they were almost like they they, they do the sacrifices and pray yeah like you know, all those yeah. guys the Roman guys. Uh, he's making the cross. Uh, there's that the uh, that analogy of the uh, the pine cone that has to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, and basically, basically shows how close the relationship between Carlo and uh, Geppetto is. Yeah. Um. Until we hit, we see the uh, the bombing that occurs, and then uh, and then Carlos killed, and Geppetto survives. Right. Um. Geppetto buries the pine cone, and and basically can't get over the loss of his son, his quote unquote son. Yeah. Uh. Or maybe maybe he found him. Maybe he's like a like a. The, the backstory is very bizarre. It's like you said. Maybe it's like maybe it is his grandson. We don't. I don't really know. Like we have no verification. Maybe I have to read the book now. To, to or maybe similar to uh, the Night of the Hunter, he just takes he just takes the kid in. Mm, possible. Like Ray, like Rachel. Possible. Possible. Uh, and so he can't. He's so he's miserable. He can't. He can't get over the fact that the kid is gone. Um, and then we get introduced to the uh, the uh, Jiminy Cricket character, Seb- Sebastian. Sebastian is Sebastian J. Cricket? Is the J stand for Jiminy? See, I thought it was Jiminy, but now I'm thinking it's Johan because like he has like, a, <laughs> he has, like that. Isn't there like a like Bach on the uh, like a like picture <laughs> oh, Bach? Oh, see, Sebastian Bach, right? That's the uh, no, but it's Johan Sebastian Bach. You think it's you, just reversed it a little bit? Yeah, I think it's reversed it. I think, that, and then ultimately, like Disney just calls him Jiminy Cricket. Is the is the picture Bach? Is that the picture he puts it's up? It's gotta in the, be Bach. It's gotta be. Tree. It makes a Sebastian. It kind of makes. Yeah, sense. but he's like trying Sebastian. to be a writer, though. Wouldn't it be like a like a famous yeah. writer? The picture to me looks like that classic picture of like Mock. You know, it's like the. Uh, <laughs> now I have to go back. Now I have to look, have to look up a, the classic pictures of Bach to like, yeah. do a comparison. And then I'm like, oh, Sebastian. Oh, okay. So in a drunken stupor, um, Geppetto chops down the tree. And he's the bent on recreating um, Carlo from the wood because the wood, obviously, he's a uh, he's a uh, uh, 
um, what do you call it? A woodworker, a woodworker, like yeah, a, a master like a, woodworker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he goes and he recreates uh, Carlo in this wooden image, um, and then passes out. And while he passes out, the uh, kind of like the old spirits um, visit yeah. uh, the the wooden carving and basically bring it to life. Yeah, which Pinocchio. is kind of weird. It is kind of weird because there's like the whole thing of the, the Christianity, Catholicism in the movie, but there's also like that other, like the pagan, like the pagan gods. Like, oh, spirit. yeah. But it's, it is kind of weird though because the people kind of like, like, yeah, we, yeah, we accept it. Like, after <laughs> the first of like, kind of like freaked out and they're like, nah, it's okay. Well, I, I see, I, th- I think there's a, there's a theme of anti Christianity or anti church in, in this. So it would make sense that the, like, the, the Mother Earth and the, the two sister spirits, are ultimately more powerful than than quote unquote God, right? I mean, right, they're the right, ones that right. give Pinocchio life and uh, life over and over and over again. So right. it's not Jesus or God. But is it truly it's, life? So I think the, I think that's I think that's like there's like that whole like it's like the gosh the phenomenology or like just like just a lot like the philosophical point. Is it really life? Like what makes life? Like uh, you know because you know there's human life and you die once. That's the whole thing. But then this 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 automaton. It can die over and over again, but like, but it's, is it really alive? And obviously it's like, this is the point of the whole moral of the story where like it to Geppetto, it is, he is alive and yeah. it's like, it's got feelings. And but so yeah. does, does Pinocchio have a soul? Exactly. Exactly. And the, 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 and does he the, need a soul? And quite a quote unquote, the evil sister tells him like, uh, wait a minute, like you have no what? business. You're like a table and you're like a table in a chair. Wait a minute. You have no business. You say evil sister. I say the <laughs> rational sister, <laughs> like the rational sister. I was I, I did say, say quote, I use air quotes. I say quote, like, oh, quote, oh I see. She meant to be like evil. Like, yeah, in I the, think she's supposed to be like, I the, think she was more rational, like, a, or like realistic because she does say yeah, that the sisters like, like foolishly. Naive. Yeah, my foolish sisters. <laughs> like, a, uh, let's see. So, um, the next morning, Pinocchio has life, and uh, and the uh, the pagan god gives uh, gives um, Sebastian kind of like the uh, you're you're going to be his watcher, you're going to be his his keeper. He and gives sure him, he does right. and it also gives him the uh, what you call that? Is that like the MacGuffin or what's like the what's that word like? It's like like the Dios ex machina type mechanism. Or like, like, oh, you know, like he. If, oh, if, yeah. If you take care of Pinocchio, you get, yeah. you get a wish. And that you know that's going to pay off somewhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because yeah, there'd be no point for it. Like you know, well, it, 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 and with Obi Wan in it, I can't help but think of like Star Wars, like Obi Wan Kenobi Star Wars lines. And I think there were some lines in there, like uh, from uh, from Star Wars. Hmm. But she basically says, "Watch over the boy," and it kind of reminds <laughs> me of uh, like Qui Gon and uh, young Anakin. <laughs> like, watch over the uh, who boy. Does, um, who does Obi Wan play? Because I know he narrates in the beginning, but does he actually he's play cricket? One? He's the cricket. Oh, so he winds up being uh, Sebastian J. Cricket. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and then so and then we have that that song that Pinocchio sing. You needed to watch the English one because then you, now you're now you're not. Yeah, but the, the songs. I mean, like, unless he's singing like "I Got No Strings," it's not. It's gonna be the same like as the Italian version except it's, it's, it's not it's not so pinocchio sings that song that's that jack's it's basically what's this uh oh, okay. jack skellington song but it's the pinocchio version of that Man, where he, where he's curious. you should have hired yeah. danny elfman for this <laughs> where he's curious about everything so he's like papa what's this oh, um yeah. kind of freaked out at first and he goes to church and so we we established real quickly that pinocchio is like a rebel who 
who <laughs> doesn't rebel. listen to anyone. Just doesn't. Is it a rebel? Thing. Is it a brat? Like, uh, like yeah. I'm like, I mean, I gotta admit, like when it first starts off, he does seem like a little, you know, I don't, is, is pissant a bad word? Like, is that like a curse no, word? no? But he is definitely obnoxious. He's very obnoxious. Like, you know, like slow down there, kid. Like, hold, like hold on. Like slap him around, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I, he goes to church. I, I, I do. I do get though. They got to accept the fact that he's gonna lie. He's not. Yeah. He's, he's gonna be uh, a little bothersome. So they have to, you know. So they, you know, think about even the Disney thing. He's got to lie. You know, stuff. Do stuff. He's got to do bad things too. So and he's gonna have a character arc so he can redeem himself at the end. So this is why we see him up front being a oh yeah, yeah absolutely defiant. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to church and they all automatically think like it's the devil's work. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like. Uh, and it's funny because like the town's like oh you know like I I, I think I would have just destroyed it like like flat out but everybody's kind of <laughs> like yeah like you know it ain't so bad it's you know it's, it's okay the mob the, the yeah. mob would come out much like a night of the hunter where like that 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 mob just manifests at toward oh, the yeah. end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's Shoot. a movie that's like yeah, the movie version uh let's see I'm a real boy the he gets a visit from the uh from the priest and the, the podesta. And then so he's, he, he you know wants chocolate. He's just tantruming for everything. Yeah. And then yeah. ultimately uh, catches his feet on fire. Um. And then the Podesta says he got to go to school. He's got to learn manners. He's got to learn respect. And that's the only way he's going to do it. Um. But of course, uh, uh, Pinocchio never makes it to school because then he gets introduced to the monkey. And I call him the Carnival Barker. What's what's his name? Uh. Wait. The the main dude. Count Vol. Yeah, the, Count Vol. Is that what it's called? Was it called? Count, Count Vogel's the like the dude, like the yeah, uh, the, the carnival and, and I believe he's an Englishman because it says like when I was reading like because you know I do the subtitles and it says like Eng, like English like uh, as opposed to like like he's like you Italian. know even though it's in English it's telling you like he's speaking in English uh, so he's, so he's like like the like the uh, like it's nationalist like the Italians are like good and like the uh, the Englishman's like bad is that yeah is that yeah like he's the best but then again like it, it really I mean it's it's obviously it's because everybody wants a piece of him I think that's like the bottom line where everybody wants Pinocchio to do their own bidding yeah so there's that again there's that whole parallel with uh, Pinocchio and Christ that that they keep on going back to for some reason um, but Pinocchio's like hey how come they're afraid of me but they're not afraid of him. Referring yeah. to like Christ on the uh, on the cross, and uh, we're both made of wood. Yeah, but he's also got two thousand years on him, so it's not like he's got two thousand years of indoctrination. Like Pinocchio is like this this demonic thing creature. <laughs> that came can out it be? Nowhere. Can it be like the second coming? Like is like Christ? Like uh, I don't know. Are they? Are I'd be, they like, I'd be mad. I'd be angry. Or is he like the Antichrist? Is there that? Uh, uh, let's see. Car. Uh, uh, he's trying to send Pinocchio to school. The the it decides to get get seduced by the the carnival barker. Yeah, and he's he's going to the performing in the carnival. Uh, and then he uh, then we see the note. We didn't see the note start growing with the lies, which pays oh, off yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah. And in a very bizarre, I don't think this is in the cartoon, right? He gets killed. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that. I think that's like a. I want to say it's a. It might be from the. You know, like I said, we probably should have read the book because it's. Yeah, I would. I would. I'm. Inter- I'm curious to see how. Much, obviously, the uh, the 1930 Italy doesn't exist in the book because this is written in the uh, the 1880 or so. So, it's got to be a short story, a short story, a short book, right? Um, I'm not sure. That that I don't know. So, yeah. it's got to be free, right? So we could probably find this for free. Oh yeah, public domain. Yeah, yeah. So he, he gets hit by a truck and dies and goes to this afterworld uh place 
Um, and then we see dead rabbits playing cards. Like, I guess, are they like the keepers? <laughs> I put down, I, I put down for my note. It's like, like another spirit, another demon. I mean, spirit meets Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, he meets the sister spirit who tells him he, he cannot die, but in order to join the living world again, he has to wait for the hourglass sand to, to drop. Yeah. He does. He tells him, she does. He tells, she tells him a couple of things that I found were interesting. She tells him that, that uh, you'll never be a real boy like Carlo, and 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 I thought this is interesting because he obviously can't be human, but you know, be, but because the way people are, like he can, you know, obviously the ending with Geppetto, he winds up being like you know, like basically being a real boy. And then he also talks. She also talks something about something that that kind of reminds me of uh, Tolkien. The uh, she tells him about the gift of man, the uh, the deaf, like deaf is like, and that's uh, that's something that, that Tolkien had the the the, the gift of Iluvatar. Where basically men, what made men different from the other races, where they died, and that's so that's what makes them special. And they kind of use that same thing where you know that um, oh you know men are special because they die. Um, let's see. So she tells him you cannot die, but you you can't respawn until the sand falls. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up in the hospital, and then we have that three way kind of fight between Geppetto, uh, the Podesta, and the Barker. They all kind of want. Uh, Pinocchio for their own gain. Yeah, I put like a vampire, he rises again. <laughs> but then at uh, this point, everybody wants him too. They all want him. You know, Volpo wants him to be an actor. The uh, Mussolini guy wants him, I guess, to join, like be the ultimate soldier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, weapon like weaponized Pinocchio. Yeah, they want to weaponize him, which, which, is, which is exactly what every government would do. Like, he's like, you know. <laughs> uh, so, um, so Geppetto calls him a burden, and Pinocchio is going to run away to the carnival to help uh, pay off the debt for the uh, for for Geppetto. Um, let's see, and then uh, <laughs> you know what's so funny is uh, uh, um, Pinocchio leaves that letter for Geppetto. What, what, what did the letter remind you of? Oh, I don't know. It's just a smiley face. Smiley, but what does like that remind you of? Though? What does it? Who does that remind you of? What what no what, what character Charlie Charlie from uh from All of Sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> it's like it's like a smiley face. It's like wait, it's like Charlie. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cricket like lectures Geppetto. The boy loves you. And then he, he then he uses the he uses the he, he uses the Star Wars line like he he has much to learn <laughs> about the for, about the Force. Uh, and then of course Geppetto goes on the quest to bring back Pinocchio. We see a montage. Um, of uh, Pinocchio performing and Geppetto looking for him. Uh, a jealousy starting to build up between the monkey and the Pinocchio. Spaz, Pinocchio. Yeah. Spaz, Spaz. <laughs> you just got me wondering because, uh, you know, there, obviously there's certain things I remember from the Disney cartoon, but there are things I don't remember. Like, was is Volpel in the, uh, or is there a character like that in the Disney? Yeah, uh, there has to be because Pinocchio does go on the carnival. He tour, does like a carnival, it? right? But is there a monkey, a spaz in there? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't seen that movie in probably 30 years, I would imagine. Yeah, not one of my favorites. Not Pinocchio is not one of my favorites. The only thing I know about, you know, I, obviously I know certain scenes. And I think the last time, my, my last familiarity that I have with this is probably playing a Kingdom Hearts game. And I think it had, it had a Pinocchio world in there. So, like, you ah. know, so that's, I really, I'm not really, a, you know, not, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I was a big fan of it as a kid. I mean, were, were you a fan of it? Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan of any of those early Disney movies besides maybe Jungle Book. I love Jungle Book. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, Dumbo, I'm Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, Fox probably and the more, Hound. You know, if I'm probably going to be a fan of any of them, it's going to be the one with Maleficent and like, because it's more like evil looking. And she's Which got, one? Like, she, 
uh, what is that? Is that Snow White? The one with the with Maleficent? Maleficent? Yes. Or she's like, she's like the dragon? Yes. Oh, like the like the dragons, like the precursor to the dragons. Exactly. Dragon? Yeah. So so it looks more cooler. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but Cinderella. Oh, yeah. I've been a fan of. What's what was Snow White the first feature length? Um, is it? I'm not I sure. I think it's the first feature length animated film. I think. If I'm, I'm not mistaken. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm not even sure. Uh, let's see. El Duce. El Duce. Oh, I've never mentioned that name. The singer from a the singer from a, a rock punk band called The Mentors. His name was El Duce, but I think it was right. actually Douche, like Duche. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like a, a good parody on Mussolini. It's a good parody, yeah. It's like yeah, I, I think it's supposed to be like a fascist guy, but but he was like a douche, so it was like El Douche. Uh, let's see, Geppetto Charter is about to look for him, uh, but it gets swallowed by the uh, by yeah. the sea monster. No, they never named the they, named, they never named the monster, but I remember the monster being called Monstroso. So really? Uh, yeah, I assume that's what it's pets. What it, the name is? You know, I didn't look at the credits, but I assume it's Monstroso. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Pinocchio performed for El Duce, and uh, after he discovers that uh, the the carnival barker isn't paying his half to the to uh, Geppetto, he kind of rebels by per- performing a, a really a vulgar, quote unquote, vulgar, yeah, uh, yeah song. Yeah. yeah, which which you know it's going to happen, and you know it's you know you can't do that. That's you know that's you know you can't do that. <laughs> So of course El Duce's uh, commands the officers to shoot Pinocchio, and then he's dead again. Yeah. Uh, and then he went, it's it goes kind of weird because then he wakes up and the Podesta the Podesta's like kidnapped him to train him and kids for war. Yeah, he's like in the car with them already. So I, yeah. I assume that they take his body and they they mm-hmm. kind of know he's gonna come back. Yeah. Um, him and Candlewick are starting to connect. Yeah, that's what I put too. Like they're starting to bond. They play basically paintball. They play yeah, capture is, flag. Yeah, yeah. Come on, there was no paintball in the thirties. Come on, the whole scene's kind of a weird. The whole that whole segment's kind yeah. of a weird. Segment. I mean, I I get it because you know you know you know it's like the Hitler youth thing, and I assume that the that the uh, the Italians had the same thing with their youth, where like the, you know they were going to be trained for, to be like the you know the soldiers. Uh, let's see. So they play capture flag and uh, Pinocchio and uh, Kanda with tie basically. And as a result, Podesta tells the candle with his son, like shoot Pinocchio. Uh, and then randomly they get attacked and they get bombed. And uh, and uh, I thought oh, they were all killed, but then I look, I didn't remember. I, I guess the Podesta probably is dead because yeah, Candlewick sure can't find the dad. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's the one that gets it. And then weird is Pinocchio gets like like the blast. He gets he gets uh uh. Uh, it's ejected from the place. There you go. There you go. Yeah. He gets ejected because of the blast, and then he runs into the carnival barker, which is kind of a random. That was, that was kind of weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait a minute, where do you, where'd you come from? <laughs> it's just like there in that little mountainside, like a uh, hillside. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of random. And then, uh, then it, again, with the so with the parallels, he gets put up on a crucifix for some reason. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He gets crucified. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's not, a, it's not a true. Well, I mean, I guess you could see it's it's a crucifixion, but it's but it's a burning though. So it's not. It's like yes. a complication of a, it's yeah. a heretical a crucifixion. Yeah. So uh, he's uh, the carnival barker trying to light him on fire, but the monkey saves him. Uh, the yeah, Spaz, Spaz has his uh, his heel turn. His his he becomes a baby face. Yeah, and you and you see along the way that the Spaz yeah he's is starting that, to, yeah he's starting to to shift yeah. over. Like, he's like uh, he's the uh, the the Hoggle character. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who he is. 
he's like he wants to help but he's afraid of the master like uh is that that uh, pixie song i'm hearing in the back there? that fight okay, club so. what's that fight club song uh where's my mind i think that's i think I where think is my mind playing. it's it's super loud back here. Can you hear all the I noise can, back no, here? I, I can occasionally hear somebody talking, but not. It's not that bad. It's super loud. I can barely hear you. Um, I gotta, I gotta change my settings to make you louder hmm. when I get into these situations. I, I gotta really learn how to play with the settings on the on the Yeti because I know there's you can change the mic to make it louder. You can oh, yeah, change yeah, the yeah. headphones Absolutely. to make it louder. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, 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 are we ready for another pour? By the way. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do the uh, the soon to be release uh, over the top. I think I have a I have a double stack and I have a blueberry muffin sitting in front of me. Oh, okay. So I'm probably gonna do. Uh, they, so they were talking about like how to get the the perfect ratio right to give you the right. best tasting beer. Yeah, and in my almost, head I'm thinking fifty fifty, but that's that's no. that can't be. There's no. No, way. I tried that yesterday, and I don't think I think you need to do actually more double stack and put really? in. I, I would say probably. Three to one or two to one double stack to uh, wow. the blueberry muffin because you just want a hint of that blueberry muffin. You don't want. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. When you have a pancake, when you think of the pancake, the pancakes, the star, and the blueberries are just additive. True, true. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna try to do maybe a two to one or three to one. What do you What do you have on uh, on your side? Oh, I got the uh, the entitled art the the Zool. It's the mango dragon fruit fruit smoothie. Oh shoot! Why didn't I get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. Sounds good. Yeah, it's got mango, mango, dragon fruit, and prickly pear juice. Are you gonna roll that? Are you gonna vigorously shake? Yeah, that? I'm gonna. No, no, I'm not gonna shake it. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay said that for those uh, bottle logic, you could vigorously shake. I've already, I've, 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 I haven't experienced it person, but I've seen firsthand how the how the explosion of. Uh... <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the ABV in that? Like 8%. Six, oh, eight percent. Oh, eight percent. So that's a, a, an imperial sour. Yeah, an imperial Berliner Weiss. And what is that? Uh, are you getting smells? What is that? What is that pouring? Let me. Uh, it, it looks thinner, but the, and, and you know everything. Like we talk about that top pour, it's always going to be a little bit thinner. Yeah. Oh, it's um. Hmm. I don't know. It's like a combination. You know what? It, you know what it smells like to me. If I were to, it smells like a like a what are that? What's that candy? Um, not lifesavers. Um, the chewy candies. Starburst. Starburst. It smells like Starburst. Yeah. There's some beers that just throw the Starburst in there. Don't forget. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'll, I'll do a little bit of blueberry muffin first. Okay. Here we go. Right. Cheers. Rosé. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Mango. <laughs> Man, the star, the star fruit. You know, did we have star fruit that one one yes, time? Yes, yes, we did. Maybe oh that's no, we, no, no. I think we had dragon fruit. Oh no, no. My bad. I mean, dragon fruit. We had that, right? Yeah, we had two, we had two ver versions of that, if I'm not mistaken. Was that the one we said was earthy? Like the was it? There's a the like white dirt? one. There's a white one, and then there's a pink one. Okay. There's there's one I think with the white flesh, and I think there's one with the pink flesh. I think this we have almost, we might have both of them. This almost has like an earthy, like um, like a like a quinine. Like huh. man, I, you know, you know, you know the you know the term quinine. Like there's there's bitter and then there's sweet and then there's that in between. Like um, was it umami? Like earthy? <laughs> no, no. This is like that quinine that that certain things give that give out where it's like that dull, like bitterness. And is it thick or no? No, actually, I'm I'm tasting it. I'm looking at it. It's not it's not the uh, like 
you know, a lot of the fruited sours that we get the Berliner Weisses, they have more fruit in there. This yeah, seems I don't a see little it bit I don't see it sticking to the glass. No, so. it's definitely not. That's it's very very low uh, retention on the other side okay. of the glass. Uh, let's see. So they all fall off the cliff, and uh, and Monkey, Spaz, yes. and the yeah. Pinocchio are drifting off, and eventually they get swallowed by the fish, and then ultimately they get reunited. Struck, with, uh, which looks like a mutated like uh, what's that? What's what's that fish that they say now? Like you know, like in the Bible, the biblical thing that went Jonah and the whale. Uh huh. They're saying that it it can it can be a whale because whale have those like uh, what's it called? Like they don't have they don't have like a mouth. It's like a filter oh, ba- system. Ba- ba- baling, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like yeah, I think it's basically so. a, like a sift or a it's filter. A, exactly, like it filters in like the like the sh- like the small plankton's or whatever. The krill, the krill of plankton. So they so they're saying that's probably like a giant, like it was probably a giant grouper that swallowed. So they, this kind of oh. looks like a mutated grouper that swallowed. Oh, yeah, up. yeah. So they're reunited and they they plan to escape through the blowhole. They get Pinocchio to lie in order for his nose to grow into a branch so they can use that to escape. We learned that lying it, it can be good. It, it can it, it can be positive. <laughs> is that the is that one of the messages like, you got? What the moral is like you know lying's bad, but there are times when it can be good. It can, it can save you. So that's what that's what you get. That's what you. Yeah, got. that's what I got out of it. Uh, uh, so times lies I will are lie okay. more often now. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, duly noted. I, I should be lying more often. <laughs> <laughs> to get me out of jams, to get me to out of time. Yeah, that's exactly. It, right? Exactly. You lie, you get out of a jam. Exactly. If I'm, if I'm in a jam, if I lie, I'm okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, and they encourage they, people, your friends will encourage you. Your friends and family will encourage you to lie on top oh, of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so he goes, so at the end of the day, he goes and sets off a mine in the fish to kill it because right. they gave chase to it once they escape and then he dies again. In 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 the process, I guess Geppetto is knocked unconscious and is pretty much drowning in the uh, in the ocean. And so P- Pinocchio pleads with the spirit to let him go back so he can save Geppetto. And then uh, and then, oh, here's another here's another one another theme of the another message in this movie: rules are made to be broken. She says, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like what are the rules?" <laughs> Wait, so so lying is okay when it's appropriate, and rules yeah. can be broken when when necessary. When you need when need be, it's okay to break the rules. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? He does tell him though, you know, you you'll become mortal and die, which is kind of weird because he doesn't die. So so it's kind of yeah. Weird. I thought that that whole line, that whole uh, part was a little weird because she probably should have told him like it's like the Elvish thing. You're immortal, but if you get killed again, you know, if you get, you know, destroyed like an elf, you'll die. Is that the, is that kind of like the whimsy of the gods too, though? You know, like if you ever read, uh, if oh, you ever read be. like Homer's... Tolkien, Tolkien borrowed, uh, like, you know, that's that uh, aspect. So, yeah, if you read like Homer's, uh, the, the Iliad, or you read about like the Greek yeah. gods, like they're very whimsical, like, the, yeah, we'll help you here, we'll help you there. Doesn't, yeah, I, I played, uh, I, I I play God of War, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> and often they like they they spite each other initially. So oh, absolutely, yeah. It's almost like you know, hey, you're I'm gonna give you eternal life, and then the other one's saying, ah, I'm gonna make you mortal, and then it kind of goes back and forth, right, right, right. Uh, between like the gods, the spirit gods, and the film. So he breaks the hourglass, um, and and he's supposed to be mortal now. Um, okay. He goes. 
You know, it's funny you're talking about the labyrinth, and, and when he breaks it, it kind of reminds me of the scene oh. from Labyrinth, where, the, where, the, where, the, where time gets like, <laughs> like you have no power like, over me, you have no power over me, and they're like Jeff is like, oh gosh, <laughs> oh, the jig is up. Yeah. Uh, so he goes back in to save Geppetto, but in the process, I guess he drowns now and is the quote unquote eternally dead. Um, mm. Up in, and then and everyone washes up on the shore. But yeah. lo and behold, the spirit god, the other spirit god, is comes back and yeah, the DL six machina. Yeah, and Jiminy Cricket or Sebastian Cricket's like, hey, I need my wish. My wish is to bring him back. Oh yeah, yeah. But in bringing him back, now he's immortal again. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's weird because wait a minute, like yeah, yeah. Does that bypass the sister? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's why he's immortal. You could, yeah. So I actually thought I thought she told him like, as long as Geppetto's alive, you'll be alive. So I thought that for sure when they, you know, because he you know they're gonna have the scene when that's gonna happen, that he was gonna die too. But that's not that doesn't happen at all. So. Right, the the other theme is like we're all just at the mercy of the whims of the gods, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. You're just uh exactly. <laughs> you're just here for our amusement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so Pinocchio, so so uh, Sebastian Cricket cashes in his his wish and makes uh, and makes Pinocchio alive again. Uh, and then like the last like epilogue thing, which is like super sad. Like this, yeah, like, you, the you're right, you're right, you're right. Because because at this point, I was, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's 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 you know, probably my favorite character is the is the Candlewick and the relationship and how he how he turns. You know, he goes from from uh, heel to babyface. But you're right, though. The the epilogue is really the the sad part of it. Yeah, because then we find out that now that Pinocchio is immortal again, Geppetto dies, Sebastian dies, yeah, and the monkey even dies. The monkey's like walking with them, then it just like fades away. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty sad. It's pretty yeah. sad. And yeah. then like then you you must, you must realize Pinocchio has maybe immortal, but I don't think he has yeah. a heart, right? I think he can't. Well, obviously he can be destroyed, but it but he can, it's like it's like the doom. It's like the he's like an elf now. Although that's not true because like the elves, like you could die of like um the, the elves age? can die eventually. Of, no, they can die, they can be slain, but they could also die of grief. So that's it. So that's so it's a little bit different because Pinocchio should have died of grief. Yeah, so they all everyone so I don't I'm I'm assuming he's immortal, but he doesn't have a heart because you know what I was waiting for at the end too? But like but like they kind of mentioned like that we think we think Pinocchio does this or something like that. But they should have mentioned they should, what they should have said was but that is a tale for another time, oh. you know, and then you could have had like, Oh, here's a sequel. <laughs> so we don't know. We, we don't know. You don't know what happens to Pinocchio. He, he might become like wonder, like wonder woman. He might be like fighting like in world war two, you know, or something like that. And then the ending line, what happens happens. And then we are gone. Yeah. Uh, so do you enjoy this or not? Um, I think I enjoyed the second half more than the first half. Then um, I mean, I mean, ultimately, you know, it's, it's, it's Pinocchio. Man. So you can't really, you know, it's, you know, it's you can't really go wrong with it, you know. But I think I enjoyed the second half more than the first half. And the first half was a little slow, and it was like you know, and I, my complaint of it was just the music. It just didn't it didn't stimulate me like uh, you know like like uh, I thought the music was okay. I thought it you looked know, great. As a fan um, of show tunes, it just didn't it just didn't push the right buttons. I think uh, I think it was okay. I I I, I enjoy. Yeah, it was I, no Lem Miz. Let's just put it that way. What's that? It, it, it was no Le Miz. It was no like <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I was a dark. I, I appreciate the dark parts of it. Um, hmm. That was okay. Yeah, I, okay. I, I might watch it again. Yeah, I, but, uh, like I said, thirty-five million dollars. You know, that's a weird thing about when they show these on TV. Like you know, 
I always wonder how much money it would have made in you know in a theater. Yeah. So, so it is kind of weird because you'll never really fully know like how much. I think it had like a limited, I think a limited theatrical release, but that doesn't count though. So. Well, what's even weirder than this is I think Del Toro is basically saying this is animation for adults. Really? So I don't think he's. I don't think he's suggesting that this is like a kids' film. I think he's saying that this is a. Uh, it, were any of those tales film. like really for kids? Though I mean, obviously Disney tried to make them that way, but yeah. are they really for kids? Yeah. Well, this is definitely adult themed and darker. I think this is one of those movies. If it was the theatrically theatrically released, um, I think it would terrify. Parents, I would say it's comparable to Christmas because Night Before Christmas has some terrifying scenes in it too. So it's not like it's like you know completely for kids. Yeah, well, I would say that's not that's isn't that like a PG? Is that a PG thirteen? Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think both of these were like a PG. Yeah, I don't think these are a G or or PG. Oh no, absolutely not. Well, PG doesn't PG. I never understood PG as a kid because PG as a kid still meant you could have nudity in the movie. I I, I recall I remember seeing like oh it's a PG movie as you know back in the day seventies when they, when it was and there'd still be nudity in there. So it's not necessarily like that's that's like a you know PG thirteen made a little bit more sense because there might have been like an opportunity. Um, so I, I probably would watch. I'll probably watch this with the kids next week and see, get their get their take on it. So I'd probably watch it again. It, it's it's really long too. I don't think it's like almost yeah, two hours. Is. Yeah, this is, yeah. It's yeah. like an hour and fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it breaks my rule. Like uh, yeah, it should twenty one twenty one thirty at max and get up. And well, and that's the beauty of Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas is probably like an hour and twenty, an hour and twenty-five minutes. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. It goes super quick. This although one oddly does enough, go Nightmare, although oddly enough, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of those ones that you probably want more because it becomes like you know you you want more, but you don't get more, and that's good because you, if you know if they make more, it's going to be crappy. That's yeah. That way. Well, if you, they leave you wanting more, that's always a good thing. This one you want you you want maybe fifteen twenty minutes less yeah, of what you're yeah. getting. Like the whole, the whole, the whole training him as a soldier, probably cut. Yeah. I probably cut that whole air. That true, whole true. Out, right? uh, I mean, I can see why though. Like, because they, they want to bond uh, the uh, candlewick Spaz. character. Because I there's mean, also yeah. that one scene too, like before that, that happens where they're sleeping on the beds and yeah, crying. That, that 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 was actually a, that's a good scene too. He's like, you know, yeah, you could cut something out. I don't. I, I'm sure you yeah, can. Yeah, cut I, I agree. I agree. I I agree. All right. Night of the Hunter, which was our Wheel of Time. Uh, I remember uh, from the report before we start that. Uh, the, uh, what's that? Yeah, yeah, it's super loud over here. So yeah, it's uh, probably ready for another pour. On this oh yeah, time. go for it. I'm still doing this. Uh, oh, okay, this uh, blueberry pancakes, uh, blueberry double stack over here. So I got another uh, Alvarado that Stealth Mission, which I think I think we had before. What is that? Stealth Mission by Alvarado. <laughs> It's a hazy IPA, I think it. Yeah. It's a West no West Coast IPA, seven oh, percent. Nice. I think we have nice. this. I think we've pretty much had all of the Alvarado stuff. Oh, you're mentioning Biggie's is back, right? Oh, absolutely. Is it the brunch or the regular one? The 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 BBB. It's got the four Bs. <laughs> the BBC. Big, what, what did you say? Big big uh, brunch. <laughs> Wait, is it the brunch? I don't think it's the brunch. I think it is. It's it's the four B oh, one. Right. It's not the three B. It's the four B. Okay, and there's like a five B. Oh, is there? No, no, no. There's a bunch of them. Okay. You know, the funny thing is that of all the, the variants they have of that, I think that that the the uh, the blueberry ones are the best ones. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean the different flavors and stuff yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. We had that banana stat one, which I don't think we were fans of. I wasn't saying it, but the, none of them have been like really bad. You know, they've all yeah. been decent. But you're right, though. The blueberry is the flagship of that uh, of the fruited uh, ones. 
All right. What's that? Over there? All right. Here we go. Cheers. It. They got brunch going on over here. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, they have food there, or is it uh, from outside? No, I, I meant the, I meant the blueberry pancakes. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I thought you meant like the guy, like it's guy, like 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 like. I'm gonna take a break here. I gotta go. I gotta get something to eat I over see, here. I see people eating food, so I'm not sure if it's a food truck or gotta be uh, trucks. Gotta be something because they don't. I don't know if they have an active kitchen. I think I think there is a kitchen here, but I don't think it's active yet. Oh, I think. like if I'm doing a kitchen, if you're doing a, if you're opening a brewery up, would you would you put a kitchen in there with an actual like chef? Or, yes. you know, what people have like, which I, would. Yeah, I would, I'm thinking of that. I think I, I would do that too. So, but when they bring in the trucks though, the trucks have to pay to, to be there. Oh, is that, is that right? Like, Hey, you're going to get, oh. you're going to pay me 300 bucks to park your truck here. Like the money? spot. You got to pay me some money. It's like it's the like swami. It's, it's like the swami. You land on my space. No, you got to give I, me some like, <laughs> I said the swap me. Like if we want your space, you gotta get You're the right. permit for 10 bucks. Oh, so I mean, it was like a like 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 a like 25 cents or 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we did Night of the Hunter for the Wheel of Time, and it was 1953. Uh I gotta say, this is gonna be quick in in respect to the book and the movie are very similar. Very, very similar. I was gonna say that like this is one of those ones that's weird because they're, obviously, they omit some scenes, the, but the dialogue is very much the book. It's like, yes. wait a minute, it just they're literally the writer is taking the taking the dialogue from the book and just using it, which I actually I like them. Like, wait a minute, you know, they're finally doing something that I would say, like, wh- like why would yeah. you change something that's a, that's already a classic? Why would you change? Yeah. It? So we can go through both of them, but I mean, gosh, but the only so the only the 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 movies definitely cuts out a bunch of stuff because it's 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 truncated. I mean, the, the book itself is short, so it's not like it's like a long book. It's like two what two fifty or something like that. So it's not like yeah. it's a super long book, you know. And and they do leave out some you know some scenes here and there. They you know also they change some of the scenes around. Like uh, for example, one of the first scenes you see is the is the father the father arriving. And in the book, you don't get that till like later on, where the, where the boy the dream, yeah, he tells you the story of what happened. So. Yeah. Um, well, the movie starts out with so the movie's nineteen sixty five. Oddly enough, directed by Charles Lawton, who's the Hunchback of Notre yeah. Dame. Like, nineteen fifty five, movie... by the way. The movie's nineteen fifty five. No, yeah, nineteen fifty five. No, I don't know why I don't have sixty five in mind. Oh, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, my bad, my bad. The, the movie. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Wait, is it sixty five? The movie? I thought I, I have sixty five. Really? I, I thought it was. What do I know? <laughs> I know that I thought the book came out in '53, and then the movie came out in '55. Let me see. Maybe I'm wrong. Just two years later? I don't know about that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was actually like a quick turnaround. I could be wrong though. The Night of the Hunter is a 1955 American oh, okay. film noir thriller. Okay. Yeah. So basically, two years they knew, like you know, you like you don't have to like show you don't have to show me up, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like how dare I? How dare you, sir? No, no. I, but it's weird because it actually it stood on my mind. You're right, though. Typically, it takes a while before something is turned into like. Look at Wuthering Heights. Like it took like how many like 100 years something like that for like you know for it to come out. Like this this was a quick turnaround. Like what two years? Like we got to make this. Like I, I got like, Charles Lofton. I got to make this in his only directorial. Yeah, uh, movie, the Hunchback, so. right? Um. Yeah. It's yeah. What did Charles Lofton? Is the I know Hunchback in Notre, the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Is he the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah, he was the Hunchback. Wait a minute. See, I must be thinking of a different hunchback then. I'm thinking of the original. I'm thinking of uh, of uh, Lon Chaney. No, I think he did. The Lon Chaney is not the original. I think Charles Lawton did. I think Charles Lawton did was the original. Really? 
Wow. Sure. I don't know. Now you have me doubting myself. No, it's like confusing. Like, see, because it's like it's like it's it's a uh, it's silent. It's a silent movie, right? The original is like it's like the Phantom. Oh, like so is that is that why it's uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It has to be uh, uh, Lon Chaney as 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 the uh, the Hunchback. I could be wrong too. The silent yeah. version. Uh, let's see, Hunchback of Notre Dame, 1939. That's Charles Lawton. So okay. So he was in the silent one, probably. And then Lon Chaney did another one that probably wasn't silent. Wow. See, I already thought Chaney was already done with that. Because then, then his son took over during the uh, the talkie stuff. Uh, starring uh, Robert Mitchum um, as Claude. <laughs> as Claude? <laughs> yeah, because it's like the, like the hated love is like the can't and the oh, must. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's funny. It's like two like two stories in a row where he got those he got those tattoos like in his fingers. <laughs> or I always I also have uh, Robert Mitchum as uh, as Keep Fear. Isn't that the yeah the Keep Fear guy? Because doesn't he have the tattoos too? And, and it's kind of sick because he's a criminal guy. He's like laughing yeah. like, like like come out come out wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That's the Robert De Niro line. Come yeah, come out come out. He's in the theater. He's just laughing. Oh. Shelly Winters, yeah, Shelly Winters, and even brought, even brought back a uh, Lillian Gish, probably yeah, like I'm the, the what... iconic Lillian Gish, like the yeah. uh, you know you read like the you read like the bio on her, she literally is like Hollywood royalty. She's yeah. like the the great like silent act, silent uh, uh, film actress transitioned to the movies, and, and I think she was also staged too. So this has to be probably one of her final roles, maybe. I don't think so. I don't think it's her final, but it's probably up there because she's obviously she's older. But you know, it's weird. The weird thing about like, you know, Lillian Gish, she's you know, obviously she's a beautiful woman. There's a reason why she was so like popular, and you can still see the beauty in her. Like I'm watching this, going, you know, even though she's playing Ripley in this in this book and movie, like she's like, <laughs> is, is is she not playing Ripley? Like she's Ripley, <laughs> like the uh, Ellen Ripley prototype. Yeah, in the book she's like Ripley, like more so like the movie. The movie's kind of like a trunk shaded version of the of the book. In the book, she's like she literally is Ripley. Yeah. Uh, and then in a in a in a guess a kind of more of a cameo, Peter Graves as uh, yeah as, uh, Ben Graves. Harper, which is weird because I was like I was like trying to think like wait a minute like like Peter Graves you know obviously good looking like you know pretty tall you know blonde guy, but I was like my God what movie is he he's like in everything it's like in Mission Mission Impossible yeah you know the old school the, the series but. I think I remember him more as from Airplane. He's like Airplane. He's like the, the he's, he's, a different he's like the pilot. Is he one of the pilots? Yeah, he's one of the pilots. With, in Kareem, with Kareem? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Reminds <laughs> me of that uh, winning time scene with Kareem. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Kareem, like Kareem, can I have a picture? Like, <laughs> so the opening in the movie starts off a little bit different because it has that whole Rachel yeah. Cooper monologue. And oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. celestial. Exactly. The the book, yeah, the movie is the movie is such a with, with Lillian Gish's character, the Rachel Cooper, where she's giving like a like a, it's a passage from the Bible, and she, which which is which will happen later on in, in the actual story, but they're just throwing it up in the wrap right in the front of the movie. Yeah. Uh man, this place is crowded. Good, wow. good See, I wouldn't know that because you know, because of the angle, I, I can't tell. And I have the camera blurred because there's people behind me, and I don't want oh, them okay. to be self-conscious oh, okay. about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I would say, let me take a look around. Yeah, I would say this place is packed right now, like full, full oh, house at one uh, twenty in the afternoon. So, so, so is today day one technically? Yes, yes. Okay. So it's a grand opening of nice. uh, Great Notion in Berkeley, California, and it looks like it's a pretty big success. I mean. I was telling the owner yesterday, like you guys have a built-in audience, like you, you know, 
you you have a name brand that's re- immediately recognized in the exactly. craft brew industry. So I was talking to him about opening up a location in Los Angeles is probably what they need to do next. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said they were looking for a spot here locally, and then just although, that torpedo room just happened to be available. Although Los Angeles is always kind of iffy, though, because there's a lot of breweries that opened up in L.A. that kind of fold over, you know, what. You know, if you really think about it, gosh, didn't like didn't modern times have one in LA? And then uh, there was somebody and, else. And uh and uh killer had one in someone in LA. else did too, no? Yeah, there's been quite a few. They just wind up folding. The the one that's still around though, and, and it got something that I, I should have added this topic. We were talking about uh, beer clubs that you have to join. The 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 Highland Park uh um they're the ones that have, that still exist, even though they're not technically no, they are in downtown. What am I talking about? They are downtown LA. Uh, yeah. So they have two of them. They have one in Highland Park and then one like in Chinatown. In Chinatown. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. The, uh, yeah, it's that literally like, across the street from like the Twin Tower. Of exactly. Prison, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, exactly. So, but yeah, but but the, yeah, but they're the ones that seem to be like the, one of the better successes in downtown LA. Also, apparently their their club is a really good club. So, yeah, and it's cheap. The entry point is like super cheap. They said it's cheap. And everybody, every, I was looking at that beer advocate thread talking about different clubs. Like, what are you going to keep? What are you going to get rid of? Like Highland Park was like, keep, keep easy, keep the guys are yeah. great, the beers are great. It's cheap. Oh yeah, we should have talked about that as a, as yeah, a yeah, that yeah, thread. Yeah. yeah, I was also telling the guy about maybe Orange County uh, oh, location. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if you, you have that, yeah, you have the Bottle Logic and the Green Cheek and the Brewery and Monkish. Heck, even our even our old school uh, beer, um, the uh, the 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 our beer store. Even then, they relocate to uh, to Orange County. The um, oh, uh, craft uh, plaza, plaza. Yeah, did they? Yeah, uh, but it's I think it's Newport Beach. I think it's it's a little bit further out. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's see. Want to do? Want want to start with the novel and kind of? I, I say it? the book. I say the book. Okay. So the novel is 1953, um, written by Davis, Davis Grubb. Grubb. Yeah, and it's broken down into four bo- books and and also uh, an epilogue. Yeah, uh, book one, The Hanging Man. So it kind of talks about. Uh, it starts out with uh, the kids, and uh, I guess the the other kids are singing the song and drawing like the hangman, which which is in the movie, the the hing hang hung. Song which they actually show in the movie, so I thought that was kind of like creepy, but okay, yeah. Um, again, you're right, it it it, it basically tells the same story, even the same scenes, just slightly out of order, than out of the, order, exactly yeah. out of order, uh, trunctuated. Is that a, is that a correct word? Like, like a brief trun- trunca- truncated, 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 yeah. uh, and abbreviated, yeah. Uh, Willard visits the dad, and Will, so Will is the wife. John is the boy who's nine. Pearl's a girl who's four, which is weird. Later on in the book, I, th- I thought it was kind of weird because because when preacher asked her later on in the book, like how old are you, and then she's like like I'm five going on six. So apparently this is a, this is one of the time has elapsed. Uh, yeah, th- there's no time period in the book that that that's this, every once in a while they'll mention a certain year, but you really don't know how much what you know what year it is or what what or how much time has passed. And obviously, wait a minute, she said it's four, and now she's five going on six. So quite a bit of time has passed in the, from the beginning to the end. Uh, let's see. So we know the dad's in jail. Um, and so John's nine and Pearl's four, Pearl's four years old. I mean, yeah. she's kind of, uh, she's super, I think maybe she's supposed to be older. I'm not sure if a four-year-old would be doing the thing that she's Yeah, doing. well, I guess like later on, she's five or six, going on six. So it, it makes a little bit more sense. I feel like the actress in the in the movie 
would probably be her at the older stage that um yeah but you're right though that four is is very young very small uh will so the dads are ben so ben's already in jail for the crime right. um we can we at this point we kind of don't know what's happened because we're trying to piece together the information um we see uh ben in prison um uh, with the preacher and this is like the the you know that whole interaction of the oh. preacher Oh, oh, side note, I, gosh, side note, I, I forgot to interject that this book is actually based on a real serial killer. I forgot about, I forgot all about that. A real what? A, a real serial killer. See, oh, you, oh, the preacher, you mean? Yeah, the 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 the, char- the main character of the movie, uh, a, a real sil- a serial killer by the name of Harry Powers, who who at that same time was uh, was was killing widowed. Widows and uh, and you know women like that. So it, so it's kind of like it's it's weird because it's it's based on real events, even though it's a fictional story from the movie. It's a real character who's actually was actually hung in thirty two. So you know, so so, so I thought Someone, that was creepy. Yeah. Um. So the preacher and Ben go have this back and forth of the preacher is trying to get Ben to tell him where he hit the money. Yeah. Um. So he can have so quote unquote he can have the money to build a church, right? Um, right. Let's see. So we find out that Ben has killed two bankers uh, and has stolen ten grand. Um, we get the backstory of the love and the hate tattoos on uh, the preacher's hands, uh, and then I mean in the in the in the book and in the movie, this is the, the the preacher has the knife in prison. How oh yeah. That, how yeah. is that not found? Yeah, I think I think, I think he explains it like, oh, like it's like it's like the good Lord, like like made, like made them turn their eyes like what? away. Yeah, like he, that's what he said. I assume he probably had it up his, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. back in the day, not like modern days. This is this is nineteen. I assume it's probably circa nineteen thirty thirty or thirty one. It's it's it takes place during the depression, which was twenty nine to thirty nine. So I, right. I assume this is probably thirty or thirty one. So he has it like hidden in like the meat, the meat wall. Absolutely, absolutely. No, he's got it right up the right in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Which which actually brings up another another aspect of the story of the character, which which you know in, in his sexuality, which I which um which uh which I, we'll talk about later on. We, well, and, and then another theme in this is sexuality, like female mm-hmm. sexuality. Oh yeah, um, oh, is absolutely. a recurring theme in this absolutely. story. But but there's also like the male aspect of that. Like obviously the preacher character is like a misogynistic uh, a guy. But I also kind of felt: is it possible that he might have been homosexual too? Is there a possibility uh, of that? And that's because, why like he he's like the completely against women. women. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. We don't know his full backstory, and in fact, I don't know the Harry Powers actual, not Harry Powers, the the actual real guy, the killer. We don't know his backstory. Like you know, I I, I want to know about him now. Yeah, uh, we see Ben's having a dream about talking to John about the money and taking care of Pearl, um, and uh, and then every and the whole other everyone wants to know where this money is. We get another theme, including Willow, which is kind of like a weird thing too. Yeah. Uh, but they, but she also tells that when they do go on that the uh, preaching. Um, oh yeah, tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 that... oh, oh, by the way, a side note. Side note for this, I immediately knew where the money was, and really, and, yeah. And from, from you know, obviously, I read the book first. But the weird thing about it was, I realized I saw I had I had actually saw the movie before. And it, yeah. wasn't until, like, it wasn't. I was like, wait, but I actually saw this movie before. It, it, um, bear in mind that Robert Robert Mitchum was one of my our grandmother's favorite actors. So at some point, I obviously saw the movie because I knew, as a like, kid. Oh, like, 
Yeah, yeah, it's a kid. No, no. Uh, actually, I was, you know, she. No, I think it was actually towards the end of her life. I think, I think we saw it. I was like, oh, like, really? Was Robert, yeah, Robert Mitchum movie on. I was like, what is this? And well, that makes sense because it's a religious, quote unquote, a religious movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but, 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 but and I think I remember watching it. Yeah, but, but he said he's a, he's like he's a killer though. He's like he's a bad guy. He's like, <laughs> like no, like, like like don't pay attention to that. Like. <laughs> So, uh, so you knew where the money was, but like, yeah, I knew where the money was immediately. And then I was like, the head, "Wait a minute, I know this. Like, why do I know ah. it's? Money? I already know where it's at." Like, um, so the whole thing about like you know greed, greed, like greed will will turn man against oh, yeah. his brother. Absolutely, uh, runs about this. Yeah, uh, we see the preacher having his dream. So we all, I mean, it's weird because the, the weird thing about this, and I'm not sure if it was weird for you, is we jump POV throughout this novel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And in fact, at one point towards the end, towards the Towards the the trial and the and the epilogue, yeah. The trial, I was a little confused on who was actually narrating. Was it John or was it the uh, Ruby character that was? Ne- yeah, it kind of goes in between both of them at one point. It, the the ending for me kind of falls apart. You're right because yeah, yeah, we totally yeah. shift to Ruby for some reason. Yeah, Ruby gives her whole. Well, in, in the movie, they do kind of show her like you know. It's it, obviously in the book, she's really she's Ruby's literally like that. And we talked about this before. Why are there women that are into serial you know, into serial killers? And she's literally like the prototype for that character for that woman. You know, she's infatuated with this guy, even though he's literally just trying to kill them. Like, yeah. You know, like like yeah. You remember like a month ago when he tried to kill you like over there. No, no, he's a he's a he's a he's a lovely man, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird it's weird how it almost completely focuses on Ruby's obsession uh, yeah, with yeah, with yeah, the yeah. preacher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when it's also weird in itself too, considering the ages. And I, you know, and I, you know, it's kind of it is. I want to say it's a weird thing, but I, you know, like I said, this takes place in 1930, 1931. so it kind of makes a little bit more sense in my mind. Like it's not as like weird maybe back then, but maybe it's not even weird today, considering how how you know every time I look turn on the news, I see the story over and over again. But yeah, it's like wait a minute, like she's like trying to you know she's trying to go after him and he's trying to, and he's seducing her, but it is kind of a weird thing. Uh, and the thing is, like I, I think she's like, um, is she making me slow cognitively? I don't, I don't because think so. I, I don't she's, think she's, 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 she's a large girl. These boys. She's larger. She's um. I don't think she's slow. I think what it is, I think it's just like the hormones. She's just like, uh, you know, she's just, she's just, you know, she's, I'll say it, she's horny. She's 13 years old. The, you know, the weird thing about it, in my mind, I was, I was, I was thinking about this in my mind. John's probably 10, or the John character's probably 10 years old. If he's probably a little bit older at this point, she's probably yeah. going to start messing around with him. You know, think about it. She wants to, you know, she, you know, so, I mean, obviously we learned later on that she's messing around with the boys in the town. Yeah. But I'm thinking that if he's a little bit older, she's probably going to start, you know, messing with him, but because he's a little younger, so she don't mess with him, and she goes to another outlet. But you know, you know, hey, you know, uh, teenagers do what they what they gotta do. Yeah, but when she tells, when she ultimately tells Rachel, she keeps on saying like, "I've done the bad thing." Uh, oh it's no, like, she, she does in the book. She in the book, she's doing everybody in the book. Yeah, but she's she, like, but she, but she says, "I I've done the bad thing with yeah, all those men." Absolutely, yeah. That's not that's not like hey, I did, I did the good like I did the good thing like. <laughs> well, because she's been taught, she's been taught, you know, you know the, the biblical verses. She's been taught. I, I will say this, and I and I, and I got to give I got to give him a lot of credit, especially the writer, the way he wrote it. You know, normally in these situations, we think of Carrie like, oh my gosh, like Rachel's gonna like like you know beat the crap out of her, like oh you little you know you uh, <laughs> Robert Mitchell character, you horror Babylon. Rachel's completely the opposite. She's like, yeah. oh, like I understand, like I know, you know. So I was like, wait a minute, this is like very progressive. Like, what's going on here? Uh, the pe- preacher has his dream. We go to his POV and oh, yeah. about the victims and you know his uh, kind of Man, a psychological state. 
I feel like in the book it's more creepy. The movie kind of like handles it more like whimsical, where he's singing the song in the car, like, "Hey, like you know, did I kill?" And he's talking, he's talking to Lord. He's looking up to the to the sky. Yeah. Or did I kill? Did, did I do six, six. or twelve? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like kind of more whimsical. Where I, in the book, I feel like it's more like, wow, this guy's like a real creepy serial killer. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, so oddly enough, he gets arrested for a car theft and not uh, exactly. and not part of his uh, serial killer spree. Yeah, yeah. yeah oddly, but it, it is kind of weird in the movie. And I can't remember if this is in the book. I can't remember where he gets arrested for because he's already in jail already in the in the in the book. In the movie, he's like at a burlesque. Or he's not even. It's he's at a burlesque yeah. place. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a weird like hatred, but but there's that one weird scene where it's like, you, it almost looks like he's fondling himself, and then you see like the the, the switchblade like pop out of like the the, the side of his uh, coat. Yeah. Like well, weird, the, like, but but there's also like, a moment like that in a novel too, where he's in bed. Oh and yeah, his yeah, head yeah. goes under the cover, and yeah, you oh, think he, he might yeah. be. And, exactly himself, grasping he, a, like, he, he goes to grasp like the phallic yeah. object and it, 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 yeah. like, it, it goes erect and it's but it's a switchblade though yeah so yeah, there definitely yeah. is the, some sexual issues going on yeah. with the with the preacher yeah. uh and he's you know god's telling me to do it uh now do you think he's but, really hearing but, god is this is this, is this a real is this like the is this like the um what's that one movie we like with bill paxton and uh and uh, frailty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is this like frailty or is this like a, a schizophrenia? Like, is it, is he in the... so he does say though in the novel that if he could get that ten thousand dollars and build a church, he wouldn't have to kill anymore, which kind of believe leads you to believe yeah. that maybe he doesn't like doing the killing. Well, but, but yeah, God wants him, to, but God wants him. To come do on, it. isn't like, isn't that the, is, doesn't every serial killer say that? Like, I don't feel like that. Dahmer, Dahmer wants to do it, and, just and Gacy more. wants to do it. Just give me one more, like, you know. One, one more fix. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like a fix. Exactly. Uh, let's see. So Ben Ben never tells the preacher, and he's hung. Uh, we have that same scene in the novel that we see in the movie of the hangman going home to his family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, well, you know, you know. If, gosh, you know, I'm you know when I tell when I think about like things in the movie that I didn't like, I feel like the movie's almost set like in the fifties as opposed to like the thirties. Where it doesn't it doesn't strike me as being West Virginia in the Depression era. It looks uh, almost like a fi- like the fifties. Like well, you know what you know. It's got that. In fact, I don't know if you saw the trivia, where it mentions mm. that John's the, the the shoes that John are wearing are from like I think they're Converse, and like those weren't those weren't invented. In the uh, so I I feel like they they kind of you know they, like maybe bloopers they, like yeah, continuity. Well, there's a lot there's a lot of them in the movie. So but the I, I feel like they probably didn't want to just you know if thirties fifties people kind of still look similar. Yeah. So it's a little bit disconcerting in the in the in the movie. Uh let's see. So the hangman goes home to the family and, and tells the wife that he wants to do another job, and the wife's like, uh, no, you're gonna stay there. Um let's see. Probably so a that scene was- that I would have left out, but that it's in the movie. And I, I guess it, it kind of plays toward the final scene too, where like uh, what the mob sing and he's he's in the same scene. Yeah. Uh, so Walt and Icy give Willa a job at the ice cream shop. Spoons, gosh, uh, man, I Icy might be one of the one of the worst busy buddies of all time. <laughs> the meddler, the meddler, yeah. <laughs> wow, gosh. Uh, so she's uh she's trying to talk to uh, Willa about like, hey, you need to remarry. Uh, yeah, it's like you need uh, a man. I mean, I mean, I guess I do get it's nineteen. You know, like I said, depression era. I guess I, I do, I kind of get it. Jobs are scarce. You know, like you know, and you're doing anything to make make ends meet at this point. So and if you need you have, any, 
And you need help, so we're going to bust out the Ouija board to help us oh, out. Which is great, which is weird because that's completely omitted from the from the movie. It's like uh, it's like it's <laughs> time to like to talk to like uh, like, like Captain Spaulding, like a. Well, summon the dark arts to solve yeah, like I'm like, yeah, let's. But it's interesting because really, this this whole story is Icy's fault because she pulls out the Ouija yeah. board and it spells oh, yeah. out like cloth. Yeah, and obviously the man of the cloth. It's like it's like. Yeah. Yep. It's it's uh, all Icy's fault. I blame her. Let's see. Do, 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 do. So John, and again, a, a pretty good scene in the movie, even though it doesn't it, like logistically doesn't make sense. John's in the uh, bedroom and he sees there's I guess there's a gas lamp in the on the at the corner of the house that casts shadows into oh, the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his imagination, you know, sees different things, you know, that yeah, yeah. uh that uh that come into his mind. And then he sees a shadow of the man in the yeah. uh preacher cast it against the wall and we ultimately realize that this is a preacher yeah um that the preacher in the movie it's kind of funny because that's another that was another uh faux pas like uh, mess up where when in that scene when it happens um when you see the when you see the actual light it's shining the shadow down on the ground of, yeah uh, and it, but in the movie it's like you see like his his image <laughs> yeah and he's you on the second floor i think john's on the second floor, the second too, floor. So. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, like science, like would not make the science doesn't add up. Yeah, but you're not that. thinking about. It. See, I'm like you're not thinking about. It looks good research. though. Yeah, you're right. Because it looks cool. a very creepy scene. There's several scenes that are done like that. Yeah, I think later on in the movie that one scene where like you see Robert Mitchum singing the song and like Rachel's like but with the shotgun and then like the light goes on for a second and when it comes back he's gone. It's like that's yeah. a really good, good scene. Also, the other thing I noted about this is it de- the, definitely a film noir uh, movie. Oh yeah, uh, and the you know the film noir is obviously accented with the lighting uh, oh, that's yeah. done with this. So there's a lot of sh- lot of darks, a lot of blacks, a lot of shadows, a lot of uh, high contrast of light and dark within shots. There were a couple of weird like 1920 scenes in there. I'm not I mean like silent film scenes that like there were dissolves that became like little like the little circle fades. And I thought that was oh, kind of yeah. like, weird. It was like out of the blue. Like were they experimenting at that point? I'm like that's kind of it was kind of weird. Uh, let's see. Got to get married. The shadow man visits the shop. Uh, he's a quote unquote retired uh, uh preacher from the uh from the prison, um that he knew uh, Ben. He tells the story. Of, he's a chaplain. Obviously, he's lying about that. I'm a, I was a chaplain in prison. Yeah, he tells the story of love and hate, and it's the same thing in the movie where it's like the oh, yeah. battle, the yeah, war yeah. between uh good and evil. Hits slaps his hands on the on the table like, like love like, love beats like hate uh, or must and can't <laughs> must and can't exactly <laughs> exactly it, it, you realize that that's probably where Stephen King got that for he had to get that from there yeah uh, book two the hunter so the preacher's staying in town and Icy's trying to play matchmaker like you're right meddler matchmaker to hook up uh, Will and the preacher she is the Yenta. Oh no! Is that, would would Yenta be correct? Because Yenta's like, yeah, I guess she is like a Yenta. <laughs> uh, so they're all sort of all we're thinking about the money where it's at. Um, uh, let's see. They do this pic. So tell me what's going on in the novel here. Oh, they, they do yeah. a picnic at the graveyard at a graveyard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, what is yeah, going on there? In fact, it's not mentioned in the movie where they're at. It's in the movie. It's just a picnic. It's just literally a picnic, and I, I think it's set. It's meant to set up the scene. Where John has doubts about, uh, like, oh, like he just wants some money, and then Willa, he talks to Willa, oh, he doesn't want the money because he got he threw it down the river, and and I think in the book it's actually a little bit different. It's actually a lot different because you're right. They do a picnic. They go to the gravesite of the of of the father, 
But then even more so, there's that one big scene with the with the the storm on the on the river on yeah. the on the, and that's like that's completely omitted from the from the the movie. So is is the point of the pic is is the picnic really the maybe the annual migration to the graveyard to do cleanup work because it's doing, possible. They're doing, yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're, they're cleaning up yeah. the graveyard. They're like you're right, you're right. That's like, that's probably what it is. It's probably like yeah, you you're right, you're right, you're right. So but I think also also I feel in the though in the book. Gosh, more so in the movie, which I don't even know why they left out of the movie. In the book, it makes more sense for a certain scene that's going to come out later later in the book and in the movie, too, because they never really explained something about the and I, when we get to the scene, I'll, I'll point out why I feel that storm scene makes more sense earlier on in the book. OK, uh, let's see. John doesn't want to eat. So John John's has a whole thing that the preacher's there and he obviously well, well, uh, well, right. well the, the you know the, the great thing about the book too is I mean, I was, you know the, uh, an actor in the movie can only show you so much emotion. You can only think you know what he's thinking. And for whatever reason, I'm not sure why the uh, the uh, the actor you know for some reason he's always smiling a lot in this movie. I don't know if you noticed that. The kid? Or, yeah, the kid's like constantly smiling, and I'm not sure why. So, but so so it kind of like. You know, it kind of like takes away from what he's thinking because in the book, you know what John's thinking. You, this is a very astute kid. He knows this guy's evil. Like he, he knows like like oh yeah, this guy's a devil, and nobody believes me. So it's like so you know that already. Uh, let's see. The preacher is um, proposing to Willa over and over again, and Icy's saying you got to accept it. Eventually, she does, and so the preacher goes to talk to John about the wedding that we're going to get uh, married, and then John has a slip up. You think you can? Yeah. You think you tell me? You think you can make me tell? But I won't. I think, which I think is the same. The same in the movie too. I think it says the same thing. Make yeah. Sound. <laughs> uh, there are a few that. words they definitely changed though, because I, I was looking this up like, when it, when he when he has a uh, pearl and he and he and, he, and he, uh, he has his outburst with her. I was like, wait a minute, does he say the same thing in there? And they they do change the they change one of the. Do they call her like a little bitch? Like in a little the book? bitch? <laughs> little bitch, I'll tear your arm up. <laughs> and it's a little wretch in the movie. <laughs> But oh, think so. about it, the book is actually very. That's like wow, man! I'm out of here. I'm running away. It it, it is a, ahead of its time, right? With serial killing and murders and it, it is. Well, yeah, it's it's very. Yeah, it's you're right. 1953. It's like wait a minute. This is very dark. Yeah. Uh. So she. So Willa accepts the marriage proposal. The the preacher goes to, to John. Um, and oh, um, then we do the honeymoon scene, which is a oh, which yeah. is a very creative. It's just pretty much the same. You as mean the, the, the honeycomb scene? The honeycomb. The, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you noticed that in the book they call it a honeycomb. Now I'm, I'm assuming this is this might be an archaic um, form of the honeymoon back in the day. Is that huh. it was called a honeycomb? I didn't even know. Didn't yeah, even it was know. like it was like they returned from their quote unquote honeycomb. <laughs> Uh, so 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 Willa thinks that they're gonna have a a, a oh, consummating honeymoon. Be normal. They're gonna be normal about this. <laughs> yeah, gonna, you know we're gonna you know get normal. You know hit it. And the, the, there's also this whole like we talked about this whole thing about sexuality and how like the right. women, the women who are supposedly good don't yeah. like sex, and the women who like sex are bad. It's a it's a weird I, kind of dichotomy. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that because I mean, there's obviously like the man woman thing. You need to hook up to get to get with you know. But like I said, that whole thing with the Rachel character, and then when when Ruby talks to her, Rachel doesn't get mad. Or she's like, I, I understand. Like yeah, you know, but hey. but Ruby's shamed to thinking what she's doing is wrong. Well, she, yeah, from everybody else. But like yeah, but, but that's what I mean. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Like, <laughs> it's, it's normal. It's it's normal. <laughs> and, and it is. Well, the, you know, the funny thing about it, is it is normal. So it's like yeah, it's normal. But 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 I see. Remember her? There's that one part in the, and I think it's actually in the. It's a similar scene in the movie too, where I see says like, "Hey, 
Like I just lie there, like like when Walt's on top of me, I just lie there thinking about like canning like yeah, preserves like, or something like, like that, his, like 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 his husbandly shore, like and yeah. just lay there. <laughs> so 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 we have the scene where Willa thinks she's gonna have to consummate with the preacher, right. and it's kind of looking forward to it. So remember the whole thing about Willa too, though, is like she's made the, so her and Ben obviously had a like a a passion a passionate uh, absolutely yeah uh, love affair. And and she's also made, she's made to feel guilty about that, and even more so in this scene where the preacher's like, "Yeah, I don't do that. Like that's for that, that's oh like yeah, it, that's it, like which, evil." Which, which which is kind of similar. The movie and the book are similar, but there's one yeah. part that's left out of there. Like 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 take off your gloves. Yeah, that's yeah. like in the, in the in the book, it's far more shameful. In the well, book, he, where, yeah. He does tell her to look in the mirror in the movie, the but in, in the movie she's clothed still. And in yeah, the, and it's the like, she's like look at your body. I'm like, huh. Like that doesn't make it, that doesn't really make sense. What being naked would make more sense if you know in this scene. But Willa in the book says, like, my body's the only thing I have that's like exactly that's good. I'm like, like look at my breasts, like my breasts are perfect. Still, exactly. <laughs> so there is that whole theme of sexuality. I still think I still think I even that, put like I, I put like 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 Willa discovers sin. Like, but it's but it's like a different thing. It's not the sin of like the flesh, it's a sin of wanting the flesh. Yeah, you know, like now I need to be she becomes like the Carrie's mom in this, like in this scene. Now she's like Carrie's mom now. Like we're, oh, like, I don't know if you remember like the movie Carrie where the mother's telling her, oh, yeah. we, you know, we enjoyed the flesh. It was sinful. Uh, so the preacher chastises her. They go to bed uh, and they, they not consummate. And, in, in a, and kind of oddly enough, once he falls asleep, he's like crying in his sleep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. So we have the, uh, the scene... revival. Let me get to the revival scene, which is which which is similar in the movie. Although the, although they never do tell you how much they make in the in the in the movie. In the book, they make a lot of money. Yeah, considering the hard times, you know, back in the in the depression, I think it's you know, and I actually learned a new word from this too, which which I was like, you know, which I which I which I was telling my other friends about. They make $35, which sounds like an, an incredible amount. You know, being a being a preacher pays off. 35 bucks, they get two bushels of wine saps. Now, do you know what a wine sap is? And did you know mm -hmm. what a wine sap was before? I had no idea what that was. It's an apple. So I so I had to look it up and like, this is like it's like a crossword puzzle. Like, like, like I've learned a new word now, the wine sap. It's an apple. Um... And a half a gallon of a, of a maple syrup. And then we get to the part where uh, where Pearl's playing with the money, and it's in oh, the same scene. Yeah. The same scenes in the uh, in the movie as well. Yeah, although there's a little added thing in the movie that's kind of cool, and I don't know if you noticed this, like you know where, where you see Robert Mitchum preacher in the background, like in the house, and they're and and he's coming at them, uh -huh. and they're stuffing the money back in. As they approach Robert Mitchum, the camera pans down, and you see a couple of those the couple the two bills that uh, Pearl cut like into little like stick figures. You see them go floating past into the house. I thought that was actually oh. pretty cool. Yes, it's and it's kind of you know obviously they got like strings on them and so they pull them past. But he doesn't notice. Preacher doesn't notice the money. So I thought that was kind of cool. And she's basically making paper dolls uh, and yeah, yeah, recreating yeah, a story dolls. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, ooh, ooh. Willa and the preacher, right? Also, like a weird side note, side note in the movie. For what I have no idea why, but they use Mexican money in the movie. <laughs> I don't even know why. Did Did you notice that the the money that that she's cutting up in that scene? Uh. -uh. Yeah, she she for whatever reason it's 1914 15 Mexican federal money. And for whatever reason they they made that's supposed to be ten thousand dollars in, in US money. Well, that's the other thing. How is he stuffing ten thousand dollars in his little doll? 
Yeah, I assume it's all hundreds. So, but you're right. Well, you know, even it's like it's initially wadded up, but after when they're just like kind of stuffing it, does it does seem kind of improbable? Hundred dollars rolled up like with the with the rubber bands and stuff like that makes sense. But once it gets all unruly, I'm like wait a minute, now it's getting kind of weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. And but in the in the the book, so they do it show it in the movie too. But in the book, we really understand. We, we really get a great sense of John and his like trauma. Oh yeah! Throughout this whole absolutely, throughout this whole that, book, the poor kid has gone through so much. That's why I'm saying you can't tell in the movie. In the book, you know what he's thinking and what he's feeling, and you know, and you know he he absolutely hates this guy. He knows he's evil, and in fact, some of the other characters too, like uh the uh the, the Uncle Bertie character, like they know like this guy is evil, but like in the movie they they can't they don't push that through. So it's so you so you lose some of the 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 character interaction in the movie. Uh, let's see. They put the money back in the doll. Oh, that's also where he tells her too. That's that one scene where because because now now preacher's openly telling like where's money at like you know like he's no longer like a yeah he's not hiding his uh his intent. Answer me, you little son of a bitch. That's what he tells you. <laughs> uh, book three, the river. Uh, we we see this gar metaphor, which is really ultimately like I guess like the preacher. Oh yeah. Um, and we see the scene with the uh, the preacher and and Pearl and John, and they went. The preacher's like, "Hey, we need to t- let's talk about secrets." Like, "Hey, I got something to talk about. Let's talk about secrets." Like, "I'll tell yeah. you when you tell me one." Yeah, that was kind of creepy too, though. I was like, "Wait, a minute, like, what's, what's he talking about? Like, <laughs> what's he talking about?" Yeah, then John throws that hairbrush at the preacher. Oh yeah, which, which and, is the movie, which is actually kind of funny. In, in the book, they explained that I think he was just learn. His father was teaching him how to play baseball, and that's why he knows how to like throw. Uh. Uh, where's the money, you little bitch? So it's it, here's a weird here's a weird uh, uh, part for me. When he's yelling at 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 Pearl, the mom kind of overhears. She does overhear, yeah, yeah. And so, she, she's but basically she, in the shadow because remember she's at the spoons and she comes late, so she's in the shadows listening. So is she in denial about that interaction? I don't think so because I mean, she doesn't really well, do anything well, about it though. She doesn't do. It's almost in the book. She kind of resigns to her fate. She does, she knows what's going to happen. In fact, she even says like like oh I said I, I, oh I thought you know she talks about like his like the the switchblade. She goes oh yeah. it's it's just shaver. But then the, one of the last things she says is oh I I knew what it was and yeah. like like I I know it's going to happen. Well, I think I think even in the movie she finds the switchblade in the coat. She kind of laughs like oh she man. laughs about it. Yeah, she like, goes, oh man. <laughs> in the book she goes oh it's a shaver. And then, but she, but she, in the yeah, but then she goes, I know, I knew what it was. Yeah, and it, and it's a creepy scene where uh, in the movie where like she's just lying on the bed and with yeah. her hands crossed, almost over. like an angelic. It's almost like an, the way it's filmed too, where it's like the light shining on her. She got she has like a, it's almost like a pharaoh where she's got her hands like on her, yeah. her chest. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and that's where we're at right now, where oh, the preacher kills Willa. Um, John hears a car starting. And then pre- the preacher goes to the shop and, and basically says, Willa took off in the car and has left me with, uh, and has left me and the kids. And now she's out. Yeah. This, this is also one of those things like you don't know how much time has passed. And obviously, there's time passed. There's later on where, later on where a preacher leaves like a, a postcard and you're realizing, yeah. gosh, that must have been a, you know, mail back then had to be really slow. So there had to be a long period Days. of time has passed, even weeks, uh, months. John knows that the mom is dead. They hide in the basement. Icy comes and ultimately gets him out Once of the again, basement. Being being a busybody, she she exposes them, pulls them out. Uh, 
Let's see. And then so we, the Bertie characters uh, throughout the book in the number. He says Uncle Bertie. It, it, is Bertie an uncle? No, I don't think he what, is. What's the relation to like the yeah, mom I, or the dad? I don't think he has any relation. You know, you know what he reminds him? He reminds me of the Red Dead Redemption guy, the uncle guy. Like, oh, like uncle. You know what I'm talking about, right? The one guy. He reminds me of that character. Like, I don't know who he's related to. He's just there. So in an eerie scene, both in the movie and the novel, Bertie is Bertie discovers uh, oh, Willa yeah. in the Model T. In this the, might be uh, one of the most disturbing scenes. Like I was, just, I was thinking about this. <laughs> this is a 1955 movie. That scene is very disturbing. Yeah. And, and also, trivia says that it was actually filmed last, and 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 if they actually use a dummy, it was a really good looking dummy. No, really, it looks um, like it dummy. looks like what's her name. No, it looks like, but here's 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 the other weird thing in the trivia. So it was actually a dummy that was filmed, and they actually slide, they actually they actually slit the dummy's throat, so you can you can see that scene. But the the weird thing about it is apparently Robert Mitchum did not like Shelley Winters, so he so he said like like why don't like why doesn't Shelley like do the scene like. Uh, uh, like uh, <laughs> I'm like wow man. <laughs> Yeah, that that scene was creepy in the movie. I mean, obviously it's creepy, uh, you know, uh, all around. It's like it's it's a, but in the movie it's like wow, like they're really focusing yeah. on this thing. I thought it would just be like the top part where he's when he's looking into the water, and you yeah. see that like you kind of see like the like the form of of her. But no, they get the camera goes underneath the, yeah. the water, and it's just focusing it's, on. The, yeah. yeah, it's really brutal. It's pretty jarring. Okay, uh, so 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 going back to the uh, in the movie. How does he get that car into the middle of that that river? So 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 I was thinking about this. It's it doesn't make any sense how that car is all of a sudden in the middle of this like this part of this river. And then I was thinking, wait now, but remember earlier on in the book, there's that storm that happens and the water becomes turbulent and it's moving around. And it shows you that this water in West or this river in West Virginia is very turbulent. So then it makes more sense that the, you know the you know the the currents pushing more the the wheels and the, probably you know moving around the bottom of the of the of the riverbed. So it makes more sense to me in the book. In the movie, it's just there in the in this you know in this part where he's fishing. I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, let's see. So, so Bertie, th- I don't know why Bertie thinks they're going to uh, accuse him of the murder. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. Can't yeah, tell yeah. anyone because he thinks that they're going to kill him. and He's going to hang. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, Bertie's like useless. He, he <laughs> it, although in the book he does have like a little bit sense of like because he kind of knows, but he's still too drunk and cowardly to do it. Yeah, but he, and, but he, I guess it's like kind of like a red herring, or maybe True. because he tells True. like John, like if you ever get into trouble, call just me, I'll on, be there. Come running over here, like holler, holler for Bertie. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll be ready for you. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll come skip. On I'm, like, skip. Like, I'm like, drunk. <laughs> and obviously, it's also setting up the skiff. The uh, Bertie yeah. has a. Uh, uh, John's fa- John's uh, father's skiff and it's broken yeah. and he fixes it so that sets up that scene. Uh, let's see. So the so we have a scene in the kitchen where where Icy's brought food over, and we see the preacher and Pearl and yeah. John uh, uh, and the preacher's eating, and it basically pulls out the knife. Uh, and- in the movie though, he has like an entire it's like a Thanksgiving feast in the movie. <laughs> We got some. We got some fried chicken, some some cornbread, like apple pie. Like, he threatens. Uh, he threatens them, and, and oh, especially yeah, the Pearl with the knife. Like, don't touch that. You're making me angry now. Yeah, you're making me angry now. Like, no, no, no. And then, uh, and then John finally says, like, hey, don't make her tell. I'll tell because it's not right to make her tell. So it's in the cellar. Uh, buried underneath the uh, the uh, the cellar. So they go down there. 
and hopefully pull a fast one on him and, and trap him down there, which is very similar in the movie shot almost exactly like it's, the novel. It's very similar, scene. although although there is like a funny like uh, like like uh, faux pas where where like if, that seeing like you see like the preserves fall on like yeah. uh, Robert Mitchum's hair, and then after it's all clean again, it's all like nice and like pompadour. <laughs> <laughs> The coif is Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I mean, I get it. You know, it's a good-looking guy. He doesn't want himself to be all like, you know, messed up. So I get it. Uh, and then ultimately, they escape with the uh, with this in the skiff. Right. Um, book four is basically the whole thing. With they, they go to Rachel. Rachel takes them in with the three kids. Um, oh, 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 no, oh, yeah, but yeah, but also before that though, there, there's that there's that scene that's in the book and in the movie. Where I, where the spoons, I see and Walt are talking about like, oh, the gypsy, gypsies, and how like um some like like a gypsy killed uh, or stabbed, knifed one of the uh, the guys in the town and stole a horse, and then you and you know you know it's not you know it's not the gypsy, it's preacher, and in the movie they show him on the horse and he's like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they show it. The next scene, immediately cuts to uh, the yeah, preacher yeah, on the horse. Yeah, you see him on the horse, and you know, no, like, you know, no, wait, knife and ho- knife and horse. Oh yeah, you not, know it's what wasn't a gypsy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we gotta blame, we gotta blame the gypsies for that. Uh, so my, my notes, tip, my notes, kind of stop for book four in the epilogue because it pretty much is an alignment to the uh, movie where the kids go to. Uh, they wander around a little bit, but ultimately wind up at Rachel's with the with the three kids, and Rachel takes yeah. them in, cleans them up. And uh, I, I I do think it's funny though because because you know because obviously in the movie they don't tell you the ages of the girls they're the uh, Mary's four the uh, Claire or Mary's four Claire's eleven and Ruby's thirteen so I think it's, thirteen so it's like, thirteen she's thirteen so that's that's why I was like saying like it, you know obviously the actress looks a little bit old she's probably old she's probably sixteen or so in the, in the movie but she bear in mind she's thirteen years old she's uh let's see clean of the kids they go to the city and sell the goods we see rachel rachel um sorry ruby is being cat called and also the- also another another reason why i call rachel uh ripley there's that scene where she asks john like where's your parents at like they're dead like they're dead like oh, like, new? They're, yeah, they're new. Like, like they're dead are, are you <laughs> it's like wait a minute is that like wait did james cameron rip that off like oh let's see Talk about the story of Moses and oh, for yeah. the sake of John and Pearl, there's now two baskets with kids uh, that's kind of similar to John and Pearl. Ruby meets the preacher. He buys her the magazine and somehow she miraculously falls in love because I guess she doesn't have to sleep with him immediately. So she oh, thinks that yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because all the other guys, they're all, they're all, you know, they're all having like straight to business. Them. Oh, like, yeah, 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 business. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. So then, so then we know the preacher's trying to get information from her and, and gets the, the whereabouts of John, uh, Pearl, and more importantly, the doll that she has a doll right. that she does not want to let go of. So the preacher's confirmed that the, the money's still in the doll. Oh, that's the other thing. The, uh, that the, the preacher learns that the money's in the doll. Um, right. Uh, that, that actually happens during the, the, uh, the seller scene where, where, fin- where Pearl yeah. finally like, like blabs. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, of course it is. And she's like, oh, like, so the preacher comes to to the house to get the kids. Uh, John runs under the, under the house, and the preacher goes out. So John grabs a doll and runs under under the house, and the preacher goes after him with a knife. And then uh, and then Rachel 
slash she Ripley gets the, the shotgun. She pulls the pulse rifle out, <laughs> and, then, and and now it's literally now it becomes like like it's like Ripley versus the eight like the like, like the get alien, away like from her, her you bitch. <laughs> it's like it's Ripley versus the alien. Uh, so then the preacher runs away and says he's gonna come back, and so we have the final showdown that happens at night. Uh, it's it, you, it, ain't, it, you ain't done with Harry Powell like, yet. Yeah, you yeah. horror Babylon. It's and a lot. It is a movie too, though. Yeah, it's a long yeah. moment, but ultimately he comes toward her and she shoots him. Yeah, and he uh, retreats uh, uh, to the barn. Uh, one, of, one of the lines from the book that I like is, and I think it's at the very beginning of the the, the chapter, which is like like pre like preacher's last siege had begun, like, <laughs> like last uh, end. Yeah, retreats to the barn after he's shot. The cops come to arrest him, and then this is a this is a super disturbing moment with uh, John, and you realize like all the all the trauma he suffered throughout the whole book, where he sees the men in blue. He see he, I don't know I don't understand why he didn't he didn't make the connection that they're policemen because he constantly refers to them in the book as the men in blue, the men in blue, the blue men, yeah, the blue yeah. men, yeah. And so he realizes that the money like he can't handle it anymore. He don't want to be in charge of the money, so he gives the money back. Well, you know, uh, it's it, it's weird though because in the book, see, 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 I was I was wondering if you remember this. I don't remember him in the in the book running over to preacher and like preacher, like like he's he he's, he thinks it's his father, yeah, like dad. Yeah. I don't recall yeah. that in the book. He gives it to the cop, the cops in the book. But I think it's that same. I know. I think he says that same PTSD though, where he's like, it's it's a it's a blurred memory for him, like. It oh, okay. is. He thinks at the time it is the dad, and it has that oh, like okay. uh, that PTSD yeah. flashback. See, this is weird because he's he's, giving, he's like calling preacher dad, but yeah, I, I thought I, I didn't I didn't recall that from the book, and I was like, mm, I'm a little confused here. I don't remember that in the book, but okay. So he gives back the money. Uh, the preacher's uh, arrested and is on trial, and then kind of. And it kind of falls apart for me all over this place. It gets long. I'll, I'll say if there yeah, is it's one over, thing should be over this, here. If, if there's one thing, one thing about the movie is they cut the trial down to like I think it's like one scene, and it's, oh, yeah. it's John on the stand, yeah. and it's like look at him, like like is that is that the man over there? Like, hold, yeah, on, and, hold, on, and, gotta, hold on, hold on, I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break too. But okay, let's take a let's take a break. I gotta use the facilities too. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Pause. Pause. Do you have that? Uh, Chocolate churro, stout. Yeah, how'd you know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's a small, it's a smaller can, and I had, I had a can of that. That's correct. Is that uh, Untitled Art? Is that what that yes. is? Yes, absolutely. We've had a couple of their beers before. No, we've had a lot of their beers. A couple. Untitled Art. We've had a lot of Untitled Art. <laughs> and that's a chocolate churro Imperial yeah. Stout. Chocolate cinnamon, so- chocolate cinnamon churro pastry stout. It is a. Oh, only eight percent though. It's not like it's a eight percent. Eight percent pastry style with cane sugar, candy syrup, brown sugar, cinnamon, and na- your favorite natural and artificial flavor. Oh shit! I mean, shit. <laughs> your, your favorite anal anal gland of the uh, what animal is it? <laughs> the, the, the beaver, the, the civet, the beaver anal gland. Knock yourself out. Is it the civet? Knock yourself out. I'll do some more uh, blueberry pancake double stack over here. Okay. All right. Cheers. Press it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's working for you over there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Let's finish definitely this. very pastry. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, it gets to, so you're right. The trial goes on forever in the novel over multiple days where were uh Rachel yeah. staying at the sister's house. Yeah, uh, Lovey, uh Rachel's sister Lovey. 
and she doesn't want to be there. So obviously Rachel's like a country woman, and the sister yeah. love he's kind of a more refined and the and the son. Yeah, the of, son. What's you know what's kind of weird because I don't think they mentioned Lovey in the movie, but they may, she does mention the son offhandedly, like oh, like I don't want him sending me something. Like I think she goes to like they're, they're, you know another weird thing is it's like a Christmas movie too because it takes the trial takes place during Christmas. Yeah, so in the, the end, like she, I think that she goes to like the mailbox, and I didn't want anything for them anyway. Yeah, I didn't want anything. He didn't send me anything. That's good because any, everything he sends me is not useful to me anyway. Kind yeah, of like yeah. uh, she's angry. Yeah, like a, she's a strange from the sun. The sun goes off, and he he, he becomes like a New Yorker type. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> city city folk. City folk. Them, yeah. them city folk. <laughs> is is West Virginia really that far from New York? Is that really? Is that what they're? That's where they're at. West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. No, it can't be that far because when you think about uh, exactly that's what I'm saying though. It's, yeah. just, it's funny that that's that small amount of distance makes it a whole world. So help me out with the novel with the uh, with the uh, with the mob because it, it it's pretty is it pretty similar to what's in the uh, in the movie that mob comes oh, out of no. nowhere. The mob comes no, no, out of no, no, nowhere no, 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 no. and the it's led by Icy and Walls. Because why, why in the, in the book, for the way I see in the book is they're taking that they're, he's going to be hanged in the in the in the book. And obviously there's a mob there because you know that's the way it is. But he's he's going with the cops to the to the gallows. So it's yeah. it's just a whole crowd. And in fact, like Ruby's uh, out there running around and she's like, Oh, like I'm gonna save him, like uh, like preacher, and then she gets knocked down, like, like get out of here, you dumb kid. You know, in the in the movie though, it's like a, it literally is a lynch mob. It's like, oh, let's get him and then they're breaking like the windows down, and like it's like, wait. And then they show the scene from the backside, I think, of the prison where the where the the cops are taking preacher away. And you see that one guy from earlier on the the hangman, and he's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm happy to happy to hang. I'm him enjoying now. this one. Yeah, like. I'm gonna enjoy this one. <laughs> so oh. so yeah, it's definitely different because in fact they, they don't even mention the hanging in the in the book. You know what's gonna happen, but but you, they never mention it in the in the movie. It's more you know like because the hangman says it, so it's it's definitely more detailed in the movie as opposed to post the book. But why why is Icy and Walt leading the mob? Yeah, yeah, that's it's there's that weird thing in the book where she's constantly like yelling. In fact, they, they, they do oh, yeah, show they her like her in the, out. Like you could be they, they show they do court. show her in the in the movie and she's like 25, like Bluebeard. And and, <laughs> and they do mention Bluebeard in the book. Like, you know, you know, the, the fictional oh, character yeah, Bluebeard yeah, yeah. Who, who killed the, the, the wives. So he's like, and, it, and I think the 25 also is a reference to the actual real guy that he, he could have uh. potentially killed the 25 women. So that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah, she's constantly being removed from the judges. Yeah. Constantly kicking her out of like get like get her she's out. She's like here. the worst character of all. Like she's like the she's really like the like we would call like the Medici, like the busybody. <laughs> she's the, inciting she, the riot, the mob. She's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even even Walt's more active in this part too. Oh yeah, Walt. Well, we gotta remember Walt is. Uh, Gosh, man, what's that word that we use for guys that are like uh, under control, like when they're, you know, <laughs> with, you know, the the pee, pee whip. There, there oh, is yeah. that one funny. There's that one funny hey. scene in in the movie though, where I don't think Jesus. it's the book. There's that one funny scene in the in the uh, in the movie where where uh, Walt is gonna take. You think Walt's gonna take some brandy out to preacher when the when the when the wife sure. leaves, and instead he drinks the brandy. <laughs> I, I thought that was like maybe that's not in the book. It's like, but it looked funny on screen. I got a feeling that he probably ad lib that scene and they just kept it. So I, so I told him here with my buddy Raul. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, wait, I, I didn't remember Raul from baseball. I, I have, I have very, very vague memory of, of you know, of all that stuff from back in the day. So I, so there's hey, a, a there's, I can't remember my own friends. <laughs> it's like think about it. So, so there's a, a just a to to he just sent me a text right now because I put him I put he's my mule for today. Um, oh, okay. So there's a, a hyped brewery in Oakland called Ghost Town. I should mm-hmm. have you do some research. 
Can you send me a video of what their what the what the tasting room looks like? Because I said, hey, can you go over? He went to go shopping. I said, hey, can you go over to this ghost town's about five minutes from where you're going to be at and give me a couple of four packs? He went down there, sent me a video of it. It's like the lines like twenty people deep trying to like get beer. It's like it's like a monkeyish or green cheek back in the day when people were just out at the Haysboro. Were they are they hazies that they're they're selling? Uh, I've had them get a hazy IPA, a stout. Uh, a stat I wish we had a couple of weeks ago because it's called El Cucuy. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I wish funny. I wish we had it. Uh, I wish we had it uh, a few weeks ago. Um, is that okay, like so, red chilies in it? Like you know, remember the book has like the red worms. It's like, is there red like chili in there? Uh, uh so then we have the epilogue, uh, and basically everything's happily ever after. John's home. And uh, they get the Christmas presents. It's a Christmas. You know, it's weird. It's kind of weird because I know I, I, I could maybe, maybe I maybe uh, so, uh, unconsciously yeah. m- remember about the movie that it takes place. The end takes place during Christmas time. So I thought that was, it's, does this not count as a Christmas movie? Like, uh, yeah, that, most definitely. <laughs> like most definitely. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the novel and, and the movie? I really liked the novel. The movie, it's a it's a classic, and in fact, it's weird because when the movie originally is it a classic? Came out, yeah, when it originally came out, it was actually the the it had negative reviews, but over time, it's become like one of the great movies of like uh, of all time. You, no. you look, at the, look at the very oh sp- yeah. yeah yeah look at the I list. read that yeah 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 I, I read it's, that this is considered like up there with Citizen King exactly and what? one of the list has it like number two like after Citizen what? King what I'll tell you what the I, I definitely prefer the movie over Citizen King Citizen King I feel like is like overrated yeah. But, you know. yeah. Yeah, but the the book, I really like the book. It's like it's my genre that true crime from the you know it's like written in the fifties, but it's the thirties, so it's yeah. so it's you know it's like weird. I I really liked it. It's a yeah, I definitely recommend it to other people. And I'll probably read it again. That's all. That's all. That's how much I wow. Like it. I, yeah, I yeah. would say I would say this much. I enjoyed reading it. Um, I'm yeah. not sure I enjoyed the flipping around of the POVs. Uh, mm-hmm. throughout the novel was a little disjointed yeah. for me. Um, and. and the other, my only other criticism would be that the story is pretty straightforward. Right. There's not really too many surprises right. of what's going to happen. Yeah. It's, the it's only surprise, like the only story. surprise is where the money is. That's you know, if, had, had you not known, you, even though it's mentioned early on, the, this constant reminder of the doll, the doll, the doll. That's like the big like uh, reveal, like oh, it's in the doll, like you know. Yeah. So I would say I would say maybe, and it's a short novel, but uh, maybe yeah, a little fit. bit too simplistic. Uh, and then I think poor John and the PTSD, the trauma that this book oh, yeah. has to go through yeah. uh, throughout the whole novel would, that that really Pearl's a little too young to understand because she's always asking exactly. like, "Where's Dad? Where's Dad?" Exactly. Like your dad's dead. Like your dad's been hung. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly because, like I said, starts off nine years old, probably eleven when it's all going down at the trial. Maybe even a little bit older. So you're right. He's older. So this is gonna be with him for the rest of his life. But see, like my assumption too is. He's now he's living with uh with with the uh, Rachel and Rachel's like you know she's you know it's kind of, you don't want Rachel to die too she is getting older I think she's like in her sixties you you hope that she lives long enough that John oh, no. can become like a funk you know, <laughs> the man of the house yeah well, yeah, well Ruby, even that, uh, you know, if Ruby's in charge it's if, over yeah, oh forget about it oh it's it's if, I don't, if know, Ruby's in mean, charge not to be mean but it's gonna become like a like a you know you know what I'm talking about it's gonna become like a, like the Dolly Parton's best little heart you know. Little, <laughs> Yeah, well, no. If uh, if Ruby if Ruby's in charge when Rachel dies, yeah, you. forget about. It. I hope you know. Well, I, well, she's gonna get married. Some guy's gonna like scheme her out of that whole ranch, probably. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, They're gonna be out course. of their A's. Of course.
my my thing was that John is a very astute uh, 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 character. He's a kid, nine years old, ten yeah. years old, but he knows what's going on here, and he knows yeah, the, this guy's evil. Yeah, but the problem is he's become like adultified and parentified, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like a poor 10, 11 year old kid. Oh, there's also the weird. There's also the weird thing too, where he has this money. And in my mind, I'm thinking nine, ten years old. Somebody gives me ten thousand dollars. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm taking, I'm spending it. I'm, I'm, I'm going across the Dust Bowl. I'm going to like, you know, to all, you know, all these other states or even New York and spend this money. But his dad tells him like, hey, like when you get older, you're gonna, you know, you take, use the money and spend it on Pearl. Take care of Pearl. the other recording. Take care of Pearl. You're meant to, you know, you need to protect her, you know. And he follows that. He's like he's very obedient to the to the father. And I, you know, and I, I get that he doesn't, you know. Do you think he accepts the fact that his dad's a murderer too, though? You know, there is there is a kind of a weird thing there. You think do you do you think it's believable that Ben would even commit the crime in the first place? Um, it's it's weird because I feel like in the movie they he kind of tries to explain it more in the in the movie where he's when he's talking to a preacher like in the, in the prison where he's like I I want I want to be like where there's no kids that are like that cannot you know they can eat food and he's obviously kind of like you know gosh I forget who he says is this still from a banker or from a store but uh, it's obviously some place does a lot of money and he kills the two he kills the two bankers yeah he kills the two yeah he kills two but he's like his reasoning in the movie is oh I'm gonna you know I, yeah you know like. I don't want my kids to go hungry because I see all the kids. And like I said, bear in mind, it takes place during a depression, you know? So it's like, I don't want to see my kids happen, but it, it, it's weird because on the other hand, he tells them, don't take the money now, wait till you get older. So it's like, wait a minute, I'll be dead by then. What if I don't get my food? If I, you know, why don't, you know, so it, it, there's a weird thing going on there. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the book. Uh, I enjoyed the book. Um, the movie, the movie. So the other thing is the movie looked good. Again, I, I do, I appreciate that all those yeah. noir uh, films with yeah, the my, uh, with the shadows. My, really, my own, my only. If I'm going to give you like a complaint about the movie, like I said, that's just considered a classic. Now you know it's got a lot, a lot of great actors in this movie. If I have one complaint, is I feel that some of the acting isn't up to par, I mean, with, with the exception of uh, Robert Mitchum, who's great. Of course, yeah, Robert Mitchum and, great. and Lillian Gish. And Lillian Gish is great too. But some uh, the the like I said, like the the kid John, he's kind of like smiling in, a, in 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 several scenes. I thought that was kind of odd. Even Shelley Winters has like kind of like a weird like um, like responses. Some of her like um, I thought that was kind of off. So if I'm gonna point my finger at anything, and even like the the Graves character. He seems kind of like odd, like when he's like when he's being chased in the beginning, and he's like when yeah. the cops are chasing him. It seems kind of like he's all clean. He's like he's you know good looking. Like eh, it looks a little too a little too off on here. Yeah, so that's my only criticism is some of the acting is a little off. Okay. Uh, yeah, novel enjoyed, simple read, quick read. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the book, uh, the movie was was you know I enjoyed it. Probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. But oh, I, I, also, also it fulfilled what I we were talking about. This it was a super short movie. I think it's like a, like an hour. It's like an hour and wait, wait what is it? Twenty minutes, probably. It's about ninety minutes, so it's it's yeah. very short. So it's like it's you get in, you get out. Yep, always always appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so are are we sticking on with this noir theme? Because I started thinking about maybe we should go revisit some of the classic well, noir films. Well, bear in mind though, for this one, we know because we're doing the we're doing the uh, the wheel of time thing. Yeah. Not, I didn't necessarily pick this because it was noir. I just picked this because I thought it was the one that was a more interesting one. That, you know, that sounded more interesting when I was looking at the the different books. You know, so to me that sound it sounded more interesting. Well, we did do noir last week. True. 
And then we did it this week. So I almost feel like we're on a new that wasn't, Yeah, but that was, I would say this week was inadvertently. <laughs> yeah, but nevertheless, uh, well, yeah, true. I, feel like, I feel like we should go back and revisit some of those old noir films. Mm, okay. Like Double Indemnity, which I haven't seen in years. Uh, Sunset Boulevard, which I haven't seen in years. Mm. Uh, the Big Heat, uh, which I haven't seen in years. Oh, I mean, white, I'm sure like you've seen white, some of these. Like white Heat? White Heat? No, I mean, I'm sure I no, have, the, but... No, the the big heat is uh, Fritz Long uh, mm. directed and uh, Glenn Ford, which okay. great actor, uh, great old school actor Glenn Ford. See, I'm uh, like the opposite. Like I want to see White Heat with uh, James Cagney. Like, look at me, mom! I'm on top of the world. The uh, the the Glenn Ford rumor was a was was pop, was a, a Paul Kent in the uh, the Richard Donner Superman. Absolutely, yeah. Love Glenn Ford. Oh yeah. So so no what noir is that what you're saying? Um, well, I, I say we do the wheel of time again, you know, again, shoot, Why not? you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I I'm enjoying the reading the books. I think I might be, I think I might enjoy the, the books more at this point now than, you know, maybe even the movies. That's, you know, really? Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can pull up the wheel of time here. If you're going to, now that I'm on the Wi-Fi, I should be, uh, hmm. I shouldn't be laggy. So you can see the screen. It's very small. You're like, yeah, a, yeah, I know. Like yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, thank you. Give me a second. I, I got two hands. Um, oh, by the way, there's a UFC today. If I'm not mistaken. I, I'm sorry. Uh, UFC today. Uh, oh yeah, who's, who's champing? Who's fighting? Um, I only I only recognize two of the fighters. One of the fights has Bruce Leroy, the uh, Alex Caracas, Caracas, uh, Caceres, Caceres, and then one of the other fights has uh, Geoff Tate fighting. Uh, Drew Doberman. <laughs> you keep on. Saying, I don't think he looks like Jeff Tate, but okay. He's like a muscular Jeff. Like if like like if Jeff Tate would have would have like become an MMA fighter. He's fine. Uh, we didn't even talk about the fights from last uh, week. The controversial fights from last oh, week, yeah. didn't we? No, 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 I think we did. Was that the UFC? Was uh, last yeah, I think week? We did. I think okay. we did. So you want to do Wheel of Time for novel? Yeah, I'm still. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. more books. Give me uh, books. See. Now we're lagging because I got the uh, I got JavaScript the, uh, is, is, is sucking up all the resources. <laughs> Say it it's again. Like JavaScript. The, uh, I'm joking because it looks like it's a JavaScript a JavaScript app. I don't know what that. What does that mean? JavaScript is a, it's a computer language. I know, but what does that mean? It's it's old school. It's like oh, literally it's like an old school app, like a, like a language. Okay, so I got 1900. You want me to go past 1900? Um, yeah, I would. I would keep it in the 1900s. Okay, so this is 1900 to 1922. Okay, yeah. And we're doing novels. Or to 20, 2022, you mean? I'm sorry. What did I say? 1922. Yeah, same thing. Okay. Going to the future. We'll, we'll go to the future. It's all right. It's okay. All right, let me see here. What do we got? Uh, 19, oh, shoot. 2019. Wow. Huh? Can we do redo? We're gonna do older. No, 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 that's good. Twenty nineteen. I mean, I mean, the thing might because they'll get pull out something contemporary, modern. Two thousand nineteen you know, novel. Like Stephen King. It'll just be Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Clyde Barker. Let's see. So we got. Oh, well, how do I get the? How do I get yeah, the? What, what is that? Is that Siri? The, like Siri? Like Siri? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. On Earth, we're briefly gorgeous. The Topeka School. Fleischman in Trouble. I don't ever heard of any of these novels. Oh, I mean, it's, that's Dutch recent, House, it? Right at the Bone. 
Of course we have it's new stuff. Of course we have it. Uh, yeah, 2019. Heard of anything? I don't see any Stephen King. I never heard of any of these. Come on, authors, that guy does actually. a book every. He does like two books every year. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't heard of any of these authors. Yeah, I'm sure something will pop up. I'm gonna find a noir. <laughs> a, um, a neo a neo noir. Yeah, I'm gonna find a noir film that was made into a movie. Or like a blade, like a science fiction noir, like Blade Runner. The oh, end of loneliness. Looker. The care and feeling of ravenous, ravenously hungry girls. Yeah, so we'll also have probably to, also uh, does a, something also does made into a movie too, so we could do like a, a two four. Say that again. You know, it's we probably want to see find something that a book that's also made into a movie, although okay. relatively recently, so you might not get a movie out of there. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, the last thing we can talk about the Henry Cavill because uh, oh for yeah, some yeah, yeah, I forgot that. about that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So, so everyone knows. So two things happened this week. I guess uh-huh. he's out as Superman now. Correct. That is correct. And it didn't matter yeah. because he found something else real quick. Yeah, he's out as Superman and he's out as Geralt. So yes, out- that's true. Yes, so but it now- doesn't. But it doesn't matter because now he is doing Warhammer. That is correct. Warhammer forty k. And he he's a he's like be, a big big Warhammer fan, right? Huge fan, huge fan of the of the uh, huge fan of the imp, the imperium Imperium of Man. So the, uh, the tabletop. So Warhammer 40k is a tabletop game. Is that what that's called? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, it's a massive game. Super expensive. Tons of books. Tons of yeah. uh, of uh, little miniatures that you can paint. Super expensive. I I love the world. It's that it's that we we talked we talked about this before. It's a grim dark. It's yeah. basically um, oh yeah. Was telling me to explain what what Warhammer 40k is. It's key. If you've ever seen the movie Star, the movie version of Starship Troopers, imagine Starship Troopers humans, but make them a hundred times more fascist. Make them like 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 we have to kill every alien in the, in the galaxy in the, every in the galaxy. So that's Warhammer 40k. Yeah, John was show, uh, John Ford me uh, Henry Cavill's uh, one of his Instagram oh, yeah. posts where oh, he's yeah. he's painted. Like the Warhammer figurine, <laughs> and he's like, "This is what I'm painting." And he's you know, the, Adep- the Adeptus at Startus. I think Adeptus at Startus, which are the uh, Space Marines, the Ultramarines. So, that's so I, I tried. So I buy John these Warhammer campaigns. Oh, you're buying them? I, I, well, I've always bought him the nice. thing. Like hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Well, I just said that. It's funny because I said that they're super expensive. <laughs> what a nice gimmick! We're gonna give you a bunch of stuff for hundred fifty bucks. You have to build it and paint you it yourself. Paint yourself. We're, we're you not doing it. it. You do it exactly. Yeah, and then, and then what happens is what this is what winds up happening too. <laughs> you realize that there's 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 a. Uh, Places you can have like the, like these figures. If you if you can't do it yourself, you can pay an X amount of money to have somebody paint them for you. Oh, so exactly. So people make money off of painting other people's <laughs> figures. <laughs> like if you want a good one, you'll pay like a hundred, two hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars. You want cheap, you'll pay twenty five dollars for that. Or you can do it yourself. You know, it's it seems kind of weird just because it is weird. Uh, it is weird. Just because you're paying a lot of money. Oh yeah, for, for unfinished, pro- unfinished it's, product. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. The, the other thing is, I I tried uh, uh, playing this with John years ago, and I'm like, okay, but I want to make sure we're we're playing it the right way, oh, not like yeah, Monopoly, yeah. because you know everybody, no one plays Monopoly the right way, and and <laughs> it's a, it's almost an impossible game to play by the rules. You Although really I guess do. according to Pinocchio, we can break the rules now. True, true. But you really do need the space, like a lot of space for this. Like, have you ever seen like the like the hardcore ones? They have like this like a massive amount of like these tables that are huge. 
and with the, you know so like so you can see where like the miniatures are moving on it's unlike a role-playing game where it's in your mind and you only need like the dice and like you know and really in you know in your mind in the paper the, the tabletop is different because you need to visualize and see like these little miniatures moving around so you know so it, it is different in that aspect well, it's also weird though because people make custom like terrain oh absolutely oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah so they yeah. have like an accurate like portrayal of like you know yeah. what, what yeah, the yeah. elevation of the terrain is my yeah see i gave up all, i gave up on all that and, and and now i'm gonna start reading the books and there's like 500 books yeah and they're all like 11 dollars plus like and kindle so it's an, another gimmick you know they literally have like all these dudes writing these books and the other thing is, if you're gonna do Warhammer 40k, just get one of the video games and then play that, and then you could kind of know what's going on with the with the whole with the, with the Ultramarines and the Space Marines and the well, the Imperial Man. Well, and there's also the other Warhammer that's like the medieval. Type oh yeah, period, yeah, the, right? yeah, yeah. That's that's the original <laughs> Warhammer, which which is which is similar in that it's, that everybody hates each other, but they're it's like they're dwarves, elves, man, like a Tolkien type classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but everybody hates and 40k basically puts them all in space. And they all hate each other in space, and they're more violent, and they're more angry, more guns, more destruction. So, Cavill's going to produce and star in a Warhammer 40k series, right. and the guy, the, in general, the guy's pretty hardcore. We're trying to keep in the mythology of whatever hope, it is that he's I, joining. Yeah, I hope, and this is man, I have very little faith in Amazon because I, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's like it's the guys. I'll be a huge fan. He's he's I know he's gonna be like the main guy. He's gonna be he's gonna be one of the main legionnaire guys, but it's Amazon and they're gonna give him rules like the like what are the rules? <laughs> you and, think so? You, oh, absolutely. Oh, because the, the Witcher they, they did that with the Witcher, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. He well, they did with the, what they did with the with the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. They, they're gonna no, tell, but I mean like, for Cavill, that's why he left. Uh, that's why he left the Witcher, right? Because yeah, keeping... but it's still Amazon. It's like literally yeah. like hey, oh you know, I left Netflix. It's literally gonna be the same thing, like. So, so am I? So I was joking with Tony and like, uh, you know, they're not a big fan. Tony's not a big fan of Warhammer. Uh, yeah, but I was telling him like, like how are they? How is Amazon going to mess this up? Are they going to make Henry Cavill like the one pacifist in the Imperium of Man? Like, you know, he's going to be like the one odd man out. Or like, he's a good guy. <laughs> it's, like Halo, be- it's like the Halo series. Like, uh- <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. They're going to make him like a, like a, a pacifist, a nice guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, John- I'm, I'm definitely in though. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I have no idea. So, so I told John, like, I want to play, but I don't play right. So let me see the instruction manual. The instruction manual is like, like 50 pages. Oh, I, it, yeah. I don't think anyone's playing that game right. Honestly, don't think anyone's playing that game right. There's no oh, way to well, no, no, adhere to all the rules. I would dispute that because I've seen people playing the game, like doing it like hardcore. And they're like, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. If somebody tries to do something, they're like, they'll be, no. Like, you'll see guys just like jump out there and go, nope, you can't do that. Like, block, like, I a, block, chal- I I chal- like I challenge you. Like, I challenge you. I block book, you. You cannot do that. Out. Yeah, yeah. There, it, it is a it is a dense rule book. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I I would say play some of the games because the games actually will explain more of the lore. In fact, the <laughs> one of the new games that's coming out is that the Space Marine Part Two. So if you want, if you really they have a Part One, you can pick it up on Steam or maybe even like on the Xbox or the PlayStation. Play that, and then Part Two is going to be coming out, and that'll give you more like of what Henry Cavill is probably going to be doing in in his role. Okay. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? That's it. I am. That's it. All right. Kind of an abridged show because I'm at, on location. Uh, this has been Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And I'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. What, what size shirt you wear again? Large? I wear a large. That's I got to go look at the merch and pick up some stuff. Nice. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Oh, I got to stop recording first.